Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Alternative Idol podcast. I am Terry, your regular host, and I'm back today with my colleagues, Gary from... Uh, no, wait, he's not with no. us because he's no. still in Japan. It's nice of some people to have to say that out there for extended periods, but I am joined today by my colleague, John, from Straight From Japan. I am here to do this show you are here that's the main thing that's what counts thanks for everyone who's uh joined us back after this extended break period um well normally we take break periods because you know things are quiet but uh this time it was because things were too busy Mm, not really busy and idle but as in busy that you know i was in japan john's you know doing the news as usual and all the other stuff yeah it was pretty crazy but um yeah we're back now and we have a show lined up for you. Um, I can actually see the chat today. Last last week I couldn't see the chat, so uh, it was a bit crazy. Well, I'll say last week. How long ago was that? Three weeks, Tal? Uh Yeah, three. Almost, almost a, It's almost a month, actually, since almost we did the last one. So, yeah, we're back after a month with, a, with quite a packed lineup show. You know, there's been a lot going on. Some of it I've missed and had to catch up on, so... Uh, yeah yeah i'll be going along with some of this with uh with you guys as well just in case i don't know about it uh but john will be here to uh, fill us in on all the info as he usually does um yeah and we're mi- get, we're gonna be missing a lot of stuff i mean we're we're not here to do an eight-hour show with every scrap of news so you a, know a month just, in the world got- of idol could end up being a year depending on you know <laughs> Yeah, we just got bits and pieces. So if we miss something, we miss it. You know, yeah. it's been almost a month. What do you want? Thanks for really? everyone who's uh, managed to join us back after a, a month, actually. Um, <coughs> I'm still recovering from a bit of a dodgy cold that I picked up out there. So, uh, yeah, my voice isn't the greatest and uh, I might cough a few times. But uh, I'll do my best to keep my usual chirpy, annoying self for you. So we'll do that. Um, is there any few bits that you want to get through, John, before we move on to the usual news? Or, uh, Yeah, I, I, I thought I'd give a couple of quick mentions of some stuff I noticed while I was putting all this together today. Uh, uh, Maples is uh, recruiting some new members. Um, uh, Under Beasties got a release coming out next month. I really didn't get a look into that too much. And uh, the Wack and Scrambles Works release has uh, given us... A uh, track list with everybody that's singing. I think I managed to get a look at that. I think I did manage to get a look at that, but uh, yeah. But yeah, welcome to the show for anyone who is yep. still joining us because, yeah. I mean, I'd do a 24 hour podcast, someone just mentioned, but I'd, I'd have to make sure I had like some sort of donation thing going to, you know, to keep me to keep me loaded up with Sambuca and, uh, and uh, Pepper Armies. And then I'd do a 24 hour podcast. That's the way that works. <coughs> also, what would I even do for twenty four hours? Let's be honest. Um, I I don't know. But anyway, we, we I, can, I don't know what we do. We can uh, we can we can we can move on with the with the news with this sure, week's look, news. Well, why, this why month's you, news. With yeah, the, why don't you why don't you take a really old one that happened like days after the last show? <coughs> um, yeah. So if I remember, most of you follow checkmate. Some of you don't. Some of you do. But for those of you who do, it's kind of not the final na- final nail in the coffin for them, but it's definitely quite a big blow. They'd already missed out on what so one of their lead singers that had already gone, and now they've just lost uh, Hitomi, who, if you didn't already know, 
was there a harsh vocalist? Um, Checkmate were quite a funny one, actually, for harsh vocals, because they had some songs that just utilised none. Um, and then they obviously had some really crazy songs, right? Like uh, Monsters or whatever it was called, which had Hitomi, like, basically, like, shouting down the down the house, um, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, it seems like uh, Checkmate are still going strong for their lives. But uh, she basically announced her, her departure on October 26th. Um, so that's how long ago that was. Um, she basically left due to physical condition on doctor's orders as well. So I'm, I'm quite, I'm quite worried to see what that was. <coughs> Seen a lot of idols with like a uh, spine injuries and leg fractures and all sorts of stuff. But I'm not quite sure. It didn't say it was. It didn't say it was a throat injury. So let's hope that her voice is okay because I, it sounds like she knows what she's doing. Um, the two, well, I would say original is a is a is a Saya uh, an original member or not? I don't think she is, right? She added. She what? Right? Saya was she an original member? Or did she come in later? Yeah, on? she was. Yeah, there was five originally. All right. That that uh, what's her what's her name started with an E. Uh, I can't remember. She left a long time ago. Ah, uh, I see, I see. So at the moment, it's just Saya or Saya, however you want to say her name, Saya and yeah. Ayumi. Yep, just, yep, just a duo. So they're still performing, um, and there's no new word on whether or not they're auditioning yet. <coughs> Unlike most groups, you know, when, when they lose a member, they immediately be like, oh, we are auditioning. So uh, I don't know whether I should be worried or not worried that they are or aren't auditioning, but uh, maybe if Hitomi comes back, she can fill that spot in Surizuri. That's my, that's the legacy, that's the that's the goal, that's the prophecy. I want Hitomi to join Surizuri because her voice would be amazing for it. But it's not going to happen. And I'm going to. Well, she is pasty enough, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. To be fair, it's a good point. She'd fit right in there. I think. I think she would. I think she would. I think she's got that look. Um, but yeah, he told me he's out. Um, carrying on with the uh, the bad news, John. Oh yes, I I have some bad news. This is kind of back to uh, your uh, your your regular thing of what you cover, right? Yeah, I don't I don't know why I didn't have both of these, but that's okay. Um, Yamitsuki Company has ended, and it was just like an abrupt. They just announced it, and that was it. They're done. Done. Um, that happened on the 29th of last month, uh, and you know, it's really kind of a crappy thing because they had so many. Apparently, like 15 songs of which that they had. of which 14 we've never heard. Or maybe yeah. thirteen. I think I've heard a few like clips of random older stuff. Yeah, they uh, put out that one music video. Never released any CDs, you know, for sale or anything like that. They, there might have been some venue stuff. I don't know, but uh, apparently they're all going to concentrate on their real jobs, which I believe they all work at uh, Maid Cafe. They they were a Maid Cafe group, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they they still are working in that maid cafe, as far as I'm aware. They're concentrating on the in brackets jobs, real jobs. So uh, I assume that means that uh, they got to pay the bills. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I assume that means they they have got to pay the bills. You know, they 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 got to work for stuff. So quite clearly, the idling wasn't quite paying the bills, even with those what was it, ten k yen tickets or whatever it was, special ones they were doing. Oh yeah, those those ten k pre-show meetings or was it like was, investor or whatever or something they gave yeah. it some weird name but i remember that being quite quite cool but yeah they're, they're they they gone now 
<coughs> yep. Viz with the They're done. Viz with the Unfortunately. On the, uh, the cafe in Nagoya. No, see, there you go. Viz, why don't you come on the show sometime? We, we, serious. Well, we was gonna have a, a special guest this week, but he couldn't make it either. And we're not talking about Maniac because he can never make it, bless him. But uh, we was gonna have someone else. Oh. oh, now is not the time. Let's swap over to podcast. We almost, almost had a special guest just then. <laughs> Wait, yeah. do you know? What? I should have just been like, all right, yeah, whatever. You're on the show now, Jake. For <laughs> maybe next time we'll, uh, we'll we'll do that. But that was funny. But <laughs> but uh, that's pretty. <laughs> I completely lost train of thought after that. So damn dis- yeah, so damn I. Discord, damn Discord, just giving out on us as well just before the podcast. But luckily, it's managed to. The podcast is still on because Discord is fixed, and I'll say that, and it will now break in like yeah in five minutes. But hopefully, it doesn't. But yeah, let's let's move on to the next thing. Yamatsuki Company's gone. <laughs> Jake's trying to troll us. It's it's that's what you get for staying in the main voice chat. Yeah, apologies, apologies. I should I should have known to have moved. Um, uh, we can move that's on okay. to the next thing. So uh, <coughs> on from something that was quite sad to something that was quite exciting, and I actually didn't take advantage of like an idiot, um, but I did see something else instead. So uh, Hanako basically has a new song called uh, Akatsuki or Akatsuki, depending on how you want to say it, whatever. Um, and she made a little MV thing on her YouTube and that sort of stuff. Um, and she's basically releasing CDRs of it, uh, of the song, basically, at their live show that was started started on November 5th, um, which was actually November 5th was the day that I was supposed to see uh, <coughs> Hanako. But instead, I went to go see Oyasumi Hologram at their... Uh, well, I mean, you could say Akatsuki or Akatsuki. You could say it a few different ways, depending on if you're an idiot or not. I will say it on both just to wind people up. Well, we say there's an MV. What I, what, what I mean by MV is, is Hanako has a video of her playing it with some live footage or something. Well, it's, it's just like stills that go, you know. Mm. Or they're on the screen for like 10 seconds and then it goes to the next one. Yeah, yeah, made, yeah, exactly. She made it herself, yeah, she, so, yeah, you know. She, yeah, she, she did a thing. If it was the same as Sue Metal's solo song, in actual, like, song-wise, that'd be quite funny, but thank thank God it's not. Even though it does kind of sound baby metalish. the song. Does it? Kind of, right? It's more like, isn't it Mr. Percolate? Mr. Percolate's producing it. Yeah, I believe he did. Yeah, so Mr. Percolate's producing this new song for Panico... Mr. Percolate is the guy that just produced Dawn Slayer for Necronomidal. He's also the person that produced... He does all of Garuda's stuff. He does all of Garuda's stuff. He's also producing for someone else as well now. I can't remember. He's he's producing for a few people, this guy, Mr. Percolate. I, I remember his real name because I was told it, but now it's my brain's just farted and I can't remember. I've also been drinking. Well, he is, so... he's, he's, like the, he's like the new hotness, isn't he? Here's the new hotness for, you know, indie producers, people just, you know, he wants to work with people, he's nice. <coughs> well, we'll see. Um, but yeah, so I was meant to go and see her on the 5th, but I ended up going to Oisimi Holograms Boot Bazaar uh, to see them do a band and DJ set. Um, uh, she was actually, Hanako was performing at the Yoimachi Festival, which is where she was going to be performing. She had like a 25-minute set or whatever quite early on in the morning um, in somewhere i can't remember where she was i was i was meant to go but i completely forgot um and then mick michelle and a couple of other people were playing but i could have gone and got this damn cd 
and probably got myself a, a, a you know a choke checky or something. But damn it, always see me hologram was so good the day before in the acoustic that I was so hyped for them that I was like I will skip Migma, I will skip Hanukkah and I will go see. Uh, I I will I will go see uh, always see me again. So yeah. 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 Yeah, and she uh, hand drew the art on every single disc. I know, right? <laughs> I'm surprised they don't get worse and worse and worse as they go along, because I know I probably would. No, she's good, dude. Have you have you seen any of her other art, her actual Oh, yeah, yeah, art? sure, sure. Yeah, she's good. <coughs> she's good, but can she be asked to draw on that many CDRs? Actually, it depends on how many CDRs she's expecting to give out. Let's be honest, it's probably not that many. It's probably like 20 or 30. Yeah, she probably only made 20 or 30 of them, yeah. tops. So if you can get your hands on one of these, which I probably should have, but didn't <laughs> then uh yeah let me know john's got that moolah for you to buy one off you <laughs> oh i got fat stacks of cash fat anybody wants to sell me one of those stacks you got stacks. it um that's pretty much it for hanako we can move on to something that everyone's excited about and uh john especially so he can take it away on this one why recover yeah uh necronomitals u.s tour is gonna start next month Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, we've got, like, all the information's pretty much out now. I mean, there's stuff that came out today that kind of had people worrying for a second, but we'll get to that. Oh, Don't yeah, worry. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can talk about this like, now if you want. Um, so uh, their first show is going to be in L.A. on the 15th. And uh, this is where people kind of started worrying because a poster came out today. Well, Air quotes poster. I was doing finger quotes. You can't see me. I feel like an idiot now. But, uh, and it said, Iron Butterfly, with all these groups supporting. <laughs> they were down at the bottom. <laughs> They're like stoner rock groups or psychedelic rock groups or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the group, but. Oh, Iron Butterfly was, yeah, they're, they're old. Okay. Kind of, they're kind of proto metal, I guess, from like the mid to late 70s or whatever. But anyway, it's apparently separate shows. I think so. everyone's main panic was is that they were right at the bottom of essentially a big show. So if, obviously most people know that, that if they were in brackets openers for some other show, then their sets would have been like 25, 20 minutes each. And obviously no one's going to want to go all the way to, yeah, you know, Los Angeles on a plane or drive or however people are getting there <coughs> to see. Yeah, but Necro it's going to be like a, like a 20 yeah. minute set. That would be pretty crazy. But it, it's going to be a, what, a 40 minute set? Uh, from from what Derek is saying, the the organizer of the, the US tour, he's saying they have a two hour window where both bands are playing, but they'll probably play a 40 minute set each or however they decide to arrange it. So that'd be pretty good. So, uh, <coughs> Zero Shiki will be doing a 40 minute set probably of their stuff, mm. and then they'll be doing the live backing for Necroma. Yeah, and that's at the whiskey. Oh yeah, and their and their capacity is five hundred, which is pretty good. Everyone was like super hyped about the whiskey. Obviously, I'm from the UK, so I I don't know like the history behind some of these venues, right? So obviously, if I hear like a UK venue that I know has a lot of history behind it, I'm like, oh wow, that's really awesome that they're playing there because that's is that the same sort of thing with the whiskey, right? Or is oh yeah, that's like where uh, back in the eighties all the metal bands that are still like really big now okay. that's like all, where they they all played so, it's one of the clubs on the sunset strip where they you just that's just the so place if you're you go. gonna play in la that's where you play 
uh, that's where you want to play. That's where yeah. you want to play. Okay, it makes sense. And that's also the same date where they have the VIP after show, which is basically a whole nother gig, right? Yep, there's a whole nother gig afterwards, which is the, uh, it's being called the Ultra VIP show. And uh, that one's going to cost you a little bit. Uh, uh, the tickets are $100. There's 40 of them. Well, right now, there's seven left. So, okay. If anybody wants one, you better pick one up because there's only seven tickets left. Damn. But you get a bunch of crap with that. You get uh, you get a shirt. You get like a little you know lanyard tag thing, a poster. You get to take pictures with them. There's a meet and greet with translators. Uh, there's poster signings. They'll sign a personal item. Yep. Which, They'll sign a piece uh, of I merchandise. Would, I would suggest someone gets you know a CD or a vinyl or something, something worth it signed. Mm-hmm. If you happen to have one of those uh, limited edition silk screens of their European tour, you could get that signed. Oh, yeah, that's not, that's not bad. I might be doing that. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and uh, apparently there's a mystery event that we don't know what it is you're gonna be, yet. You're going to be playing like Rock Paper. Oh, wait, no, they're going to be Rock there's Paper a, Well, yeah, there's a Jenkin. Yeah, there's a Jenkin tournament, which is pretty much rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, but I, I want to know, know what you win, though. That's the thing. Normally, with, with Japanese oh. tournaments like that, whoever wins gets something, which would be quite interesting. We'll see. Yeah. Well, it'll be fun either way, even if there is no actual prize. <coughs> yeah, 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 of course, of course. Uh, it's just a shame there's there's no Hina. Hina won't be there, sadly. But. Yep. So, uh, yeah, that's the LA VIP. And then uh, on the 17th, they're playing Portland, Oregon. At the analog, that's a 315 capacity. Uh, Zero Shiki is playing uh, backing for them as well. So still pretty big venue then. Well, I say yep. that, but like... Well, that's the smallest venue I've, they're playing. Uh, yeah, but that's that's what America considers can fit 300. And then you go to a Japanese venue that says it, free, it fits 300 people, and you'd be like, that's 100 people in Britain, otherwise that's a, that's that's like a fire hazard. But they're like, oh, that's a 300 people venue, and you're just like, okay, cool. I guess we're yeah. fitting 300 people in this small room then, cool. Yep, and uh, so the Portland one's got a VIP package as well. Okay. Uh, there's, a, there's actually two of them. There's a $75 one with a meet and greet and a T-shirt. Hmm. And an $85 one, which gets you early entrance to the venue, a shirt, a little tour lanyard thing, I suppose, a poster, meet and greet, this mm. kind of stuff. So, and Then on the 20th, they're playing Seattle, which I will be – well, I'm going to be at the L.A. I'm going to be at the Portland. Yeah. I'm going to be at the Seattle. So, And I think uh, Maniac is going to be at the Seattle. Yes. Uh, from what he said, Buddy. yeah, he's going to be at Seattle. Um, yeah, that one's on the 20th, and this is the biggest venue they're playing. This is a 750 capacity. It's a place called Studio 7. That's pretty big. Uh, yep, Zero Shiki's backing for them. And uh, they've got the same VIPs as Portland, except it's 65 and 75 instead of 75 and 85. So yeah. T-shirts and this and that and this and that. And then the last one's the uh, San Francisco show, and uh, that's on the 22nd. Place called Bottom of the Hill, 325 capacity. There is no VIP at this show. Okay. Sorry, San Francisco. There's also no backing band. It's a traditional 
Idol style show. Hey man, the two shows that I just watched them play were were backing track, and they played the the new song and that sort of stuff. And both shows were really good. Apart from yeah, <laughs> apart from me sprinting from basically Harajuku Astral Hall to to Desio Mini in uh, Shibuya, basically sprinting there to, to try and get there in time so that I could uh, basically watch Necro for like a twenty five minute set after you melt more. That was a busy day. Yeah, well, I, f- I figured they're going to be doing at least 40 minutes, if not more, at every single one of these. You know, it's a, the big U.S. tour. Mm. They got to, really. I mean, they're the headliners at all these sh- shows. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. Even the one with Iron Butterfly, Don't Worry People. It's two different, it's two different shows. I mean, it's funny because, you know, some people might turn up beforehand, uh, you know, before the Iron Butterfly show, and they might stick around for, you know, to, to see Necro perform first before they, you know, queue <laughs> They'll up. be scratching their heads. I, They'll be like, what is I mean, that's one way to introduce someone to it, I suppose. That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, I, f- I figure people who are into the that kind of music would, you know, they, oh. they'll mingle. It's, yeah, and you it'll, can, be, it'll and be good. Everyone will get to see Ricky and chill with him. He's, he's cool. Yeah. When I uh, <laughs> everybody's everybody's looking forward to Ricky. When I managed to run into Shibuya Desio after the train was delayed and stopped, and I couldn't get there, and I basically ran off the train to Shibuya Desio. I missed Hamida Systems basically set and them talking for a bit, <coughs> but I basically come through the door, buy my drink tokens, run run to get to the stairs to head up towards the the venue, and Ricky's basically standing on the stairs, turns around and looks at me and just goes. What, what the what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> He's just like Terry. What are you doing here, man? I was just like, Yo, you alright? I think he forgot that I was even in Japan. He was like, I knew he was coming. I just wasn't sure when. And I was like, Yeah, I'm here today and tomorrow and whenever else you're playing while I'm here. It was quite funny. And then uh, you know, Ricky's a busy man, so quick trip up the stairs and uh, let Ricky crack on with setting up for the girls, really. But it was just funny. I appeared and his face was just like I never expected to just randomly see this small white guy like sprinting through Shibuya and then like up a pair of stairs to go see that group but it's quite funny <coughs> oh yeah. man so there's a there's all your necro news uh come see them I mean you've missed out one big bit of necro news uh which big bit it's a big bit for later the patreon bro oh we didn't even mention the Patreon. We didn't. We didn't even put it down on the docket. Oh, okay, I, I yeah. thought this um, was all part of it. Sorry, my bad. No, no. I I, I feel like a complete and utter fool now. An absolute fool. So, in case you guys didn't know, Necronomide will have a Patreon. Their Patreon, obviously, being something where you sponsor them for a certain amount a month uh, to help them do what they do. But... The way they have been smart with it is, is they have used the Patreon as the storefront slash front face for their entire uh, foreign fan club. So basically, you you go there, you sponsor them for the three pound a month or whatever, <coughs> or three pound or where is it? Three dollars, six dollars, nine dollars? Or am I crazy? Uh, three six nine. Yeah, yeah I think three, that's six, it. Nine, yeah. <coughs> you'd have to go check it out on the website and see exactly what you get for, for what amount of money. Um, but yeah, needless to say, most of us will sponsor them for like £9. <laughs> <coughs> but yeah. yeah. 
So yeah, so far, so far they're it. doing like weekly member posts that are translated. Um, Ricky's got an AMA at the moment and ask me anything that people have just done questions for. He's recording the video for that. Um, they're also doing like exclusive, you know, hello videos and them talking and whatever that are translated or them trying to speak English. There's 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 all sorts of bits and bobs on there, so it's a definitely worth. Don't forget, don't forget that uh, fan club only uh, loot that you get oh, off yeah. the band camp. So for the Japanese fans, you could get the signed uh, membership card or greeting membership induction card signed by all the girls, and then you had a membership card, the armbands. The armband and I, yeah, and a pin and I a believe. pin as well. But now you can get it for us as well. <coughs> as you guys can tell, I came back with a dirty uh, cold from Japan, and unfortunately, I still, ha- so, still haven't defeated it. Somebody didn't wear a mask. Shame. Pretty much, I must have been suicidal to not do it, but uh, it happens. Um, uh, no, so it's not just you send them a few quick. So basically. The, the entire entirety of the fan club, you're not paying for t-shirts or anything like that. This isn't Baby Metal, this isn't the one fan club, this isn't you buy a bit of merch and then they're basically asking you to buy more shit. The idea is is that it is actually a direct link to them as a foreign fan. So all of the stuff that the Japanese fans get, which is you know the daily thing, updates from girls, the paragraphs that they write, the ask me anythings, uh, the, the personal videos, all that sort of stuff, is basically pre-translated by Ricky and uploaded onto the Patreon um, as a Patreon member. Depending on your your Patreon pay, depends on which videos and that sort of stuff you can see, whether or not you can, um, whether or not you know you can you can be the person who's asking the questions in the AMA. Will you be the person who gets a personalized video from the girls? Will you get you know a subtitled thing or whatever? There's different pay grades, but for the most part, it seems like. The, 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 do you know what? I'll just open the Patreon. Let, let, let's just open the Patreon because that's going to be the smartest way to do it because I'd rather get this out there to people as clearly as possible and not fuck this up because, one, Ricky's, Ricky's probably listening and he's like, Terry, don't you fuck this up, son. <laughs> and, so, and, we're, and we're like, too late. Too, too late, Too late, Ricky. Ricky. I have a up. cold and I already fucked it up. But I'll try again for you. So for there's three different stages, right? The first stage is called Acolyte. Acolyte. Um, for three dollars a month, it gets you entrance into the Hermetic Order of the Black Dawn. I know, cool name, right? Um, as well as the following rewards, you get access to the exclusive Ang Ankoku Kyoden only merch, which basically means you can get the uh, Japanese fan club merch pack with all the signed stuff if you want it. You don't have to get it; it just means that you can buy that if you wish. You don't have to. It's yeah, what's, it's, it, what's it going right on that right now? It's uh, three thousand yen. Three thousand. It's like twenty pound, twenty something pound. Um, and you have back basically for free. For, and this is only for the three dollars one. You can get access to all the English translated uh, mail postings from the Necro, Necronom Idol members, along with exclusive photos. Um, it, approximately one post per week, but per, per member or whatever. Um, then the next level on that is called Adept, uh, which is six dollars a month. Uh, or more, of course, you can pay more, and but then still be a certain level. It's odd. You can you can kind of choose to give what you want to give. To be honest with you, as long as you go over a certain amount, though, you can hit that reward level. 
um, for the $6 a month, you can get access to the, the merch, like we said on the last one. You get the mail postings from the last one. And you also have exclusive uh, access to exclusive full-length live show footage. Um, so this will be specific show footage, like from, uh, I think it's either before before the live, after the live, and during the live. Um, and this will be about one show per month. But this is like specifically recorded by Ricky and the team or whatever. So it'll be a bit different than, you know, the random guy in the crowd or whatever with <coughs> with a camera <coughs> from the way it was described to me anyway. So that's your, that's your $6 a month one. Um, and then for $9 a month, you have uh, Magus, Magus, Magus. How would you say that? I don't know. But for... I'd, I'd say Magus, maybe. I don't know. I, I would assume it'd be like... I don't know. But for nine dollars a month you get the invitation to the inner circle of the Hermetic Order of the Black Dawn. You get access to the uh exclusive merch. You get access to the English translated mail postings like the other one. You also get exclusive access to the full length live show footage, approximately one show per month. And you also get exclusive to the English translated QA videos with the Necronom Idol members, as well as the ability to send questions to be answered during those sessions, approximately one video every four to six weeks or Something like that, yeah. Um, essentially, that's it for now. Um, but Ricky's super up for ideas. Um, he's been asking a lot um, as what to do with this. Um, so one of the main reasons that he, he said to us, basically, is that he got some ideas basically from... I don't know if you guys remember, but it was a podcast a while ago, and we were talking about the Surizuri fan club. I don't know if anyone remembers. You guys probably might remember, but we was kind of, you know, discussing what the Series fan club could do better, um, what you get for your money and all that sort of stuff. So we was discussing that. And obviously a lot of us put forward ideas of what we'd want to see from a foreign fan club. Um, <laughs> no one remembers that fan club now, I think you're right. Um, but yeah, obviously Ricky was listening at the time and I think he took on board some people's feedback for, for how not to do it and uh, probably how to do it. So it, it seems like, you know, he's put a good foot forward the Patreon uh, platforms a really good way of doing it. Um, you know, you're able to share stuff from the Patreon. There's also a community section. You can go and post your own stuff. At the moment, it's just me posting random Hina pictures. But, you know, if one of you lot, one of the rest of you could, you know, make it a bit more interesting, that'd be brilliant. <laughs> um, and currently, as it stands... Uh, yeah, they're kind of going from there and I think Ricky's taking on board people's feedback and trying to make sure that, you know, people get their money's worth and Necronom Idol and us will get a good experience out of it. Um, so at the moment, they currently have 78 patrons or 78 supporters and that's currently netting them about $574 a month. But that could go up or down because that doesn't include bonus money, I think, that people pledge or whatever. <coughs> um Oh, we didn't talk about the goals, did we, John? So what was their first goal? No, they well, they only have one goal at the moment, mm. and that's uh, when they hit $1,000 per month, they are going to put on a exclusive concert for Japanese and international fan club members, mm. I believe. Yes. Yes, yeah, indeed, indeed. Um, so when they reach the 1000 oh, and yep. and they will be creating a special... Hermetic Order of the Black Dawn t-shirt to commemorate the show. So, yes. there you go. That's cool. <coughs> I mean, 
people are pledging money. You know, it's five hundred and seventy-four dollars at the moment. And um, I mean, people think, oh yeah, it's a crazy sum of money. But in 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 real world times, it's not. People spend more than that on coffee. Um, to be honest, they probably make more amount of money in a single bupan than they probably do from from the Patreon in a month. So like, it's not like we're like completely funding them. This is just extra money that will help them do extra stuff. At the end of the day, there's only, the only way, and I've said this a million times, the only way people will be interested and reach out to foreign fans is if they, if they feel that the market is there and they are able to capitalize on the market to make sure that they make money. Quite clearly, Necronomidal were doing very well with this because the band camp's obviously doing fantastically well, I assume, John, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, when stuff hits that band camp, if it's like limited, it's like gone. Yeah. Like, that day <laughs> so obviously you have that you have the fact that you know people can get in contact with the the, the necronom idol members on twitter you know ricky speaks english people you can get in contact people have, we've done interviews with him like necronom idol just have a very good segue into the foreign market and they quite clearly have already made moves to make sure that they can capitalize on it they've had the european tour they're now going to be doing the u.s tour do you know what I mean? The foreign fan club is in. Like it is, it's all stations and, and all engines are go really for, um, for Necronom Idol really, and I, I don't really see anything stopping them. So 2018 is going to be a good good year for them, and uh, we'll have to wait for that. Uh, wait for that single to come out in when is it? End of December. Uh, this December. Um, <coughs> yep. Yeah, Gary and I were thinking maybe the we heard somewhere the 27th, but I couldn't find any. Well, proof of that I, I'm assuming that Strange Eons will be ready for release I hope and if Ricky is as smart a man as I believe him to be that it, they'll have them to sell at, at the US tour it would be crazy to think that they wouldn't have them to sell at the US tour yeah it would be anyway anyway enough Necronomidal we, talk yep, I'm gushing we, as usual we, we can move on to something else and it's me. Well, you it? are the you are the next. God, my throat. <laughs> let's, let's, work the, my, let's work them vocal cords. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, John. Um, where are we? So yeah, oh, onto the onto the sad thing. Onto the sad thing. Um, uh, yeah, onto the next thing, which is Lady Baby or Tifka Lady Baby or, or the the idol formerly known as Lady Baby. Now the the solo idol formerly known as Lady Baby or whatever. Um, John, I like your, your your thing there. It just says use article. That's really helpful. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so uh, have you not have you not read any of this? You want me to do this? No, no, no. I'll be fine. Don't worry about me. So uh, I I don't really think any of us saw this coming. In brackets, I kind of did see this coming. But uh, Ray basically announced her withdrawal from the Idol, formerly known as Lady Baby. Um, there's probably quite a few people who feel this way or that way about it. Um, yeah, here, but anyway, here's here's the facts for you people who want to know. Anyway, uh, management at the Lady Baby Project released a statement um, in very rough terms. It basically said that uh, Ray has basically been on hiatus with throat troubles. We we previously mentioned this in another podcast, um, and her statement from her management and you know the Lady Baby management said that they were considering stopping the nationwide tour. They did, of course, and that was due to her throat issues. Um, <coughs> 
management decided they were going to keep the tour going after repeated talks and all that sort of stuff for a condition to improve. Well, they say that it was probably just, you know, that she was having the second thoughts or whatever. In the end, they accepted her withdrawal. So basically, in the end, she was like, they were obviously trying to get her to continue with this tour. And she was just like, look, now's a better time more than any to, 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 to you know, bail out gracefully or whatever with a good reason and, and, you know, fix my vocal cords and concentrate on the thing that I actually want to do, which is brats, I assume. Um, uh, information on ticket refunds and stuff like that. It said it's apparently going to be announced at a website at a later date, so for anyone who was visiting Japan and had tickets for any of the uh, uh, Lady Baby shows, you, you might be able to get your money back, apparently, but I don't know. Um, Ray herself basically released a statement that said roughly this. Um standard wise you know she regrets to announce that the nationwide tour is cancelled and the throat condition that she was suffering from had gotten worse um she said it was a tough decision to make but that she didn't want to affect her voice anymore which is perfectly understandable you know what i mean um a lot of idols kind of get throat surgery and then they come back too soon or they push themselves too hard um i'm sure a lot of you know but if you don't know that like ray's super young like she still is very young like we've we've been following her for a long time and it's only now that you know, was she like sixteen, seventeen? Is she even seventeen yet? That's my question. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know if we've she's been, seventeen. That's yet. what I'm saying. We've been following her since she was like fourteen, and she's had this voice since like whatever age. And people, you know, think of her as if she's much older than she is. And yeah, it's just crazy. Like you know what I mean? Like she has a lot going for her age, and also she's at that age where things can be a bit difficult. Emotions are all over the gaff. Uh, no, she's nowhere near. Nowhere near eighteen. Nowhere near 18 yet. Um, I think Rie is like 19 or something like that. So she's older, but she's much older than Rie anyway. So, But anyway, she goes on to say that she decided to withdraw from the group and uh, states something basically that there was a difference in direction. So I don't know whether that's the direction in the way that, um, you know, Lady Baby was going in general, but she basically felt that she's not really suitable for idle performance anymore and she wanted some more freedom. Um Obviously, Rie is who everyone's worried about now um, because obviously those two are like inseparable. So she's basically said that she's pretty much at a crossroads and doesn't know which way to go. She said she'll need some more time to think about, you know, her future and Lady Baby and all that sort of stuff. At the moment, we don't really know whether or not she wants to continue Lady Baby or does she want to continue it solo or should she quit as well? I'm guessing we'll find that out later on. Um <coughs> No idea. Um, personally, I feel like if Ray's gone, Rie, Rie kind of carrying on with Lady Baby's kind of pointless. Not that she can't hold it up herself. I just think that the the, the project's already been drugged through the mud like numerous times, and it just doesn't need that. Like, like stop. Like you're beating a dead horse at this point. Like let let Ray go do brats. Let. Uh, Rie go do um whatever let her go yeah just go, let, her go, let her go do a solo thing let her go do modeling let her go do something like just she doesn't need to be in lady baby like they're both yeah. they're both better than what lady baby gave them we saw little you know glimpses of brilliance and, and sparkles and rainbows every now and again but it was still just hindered by like the shadow of beard like and what people expected from them as a group, you know, I mean, with the screen vocals and the male vocals still looming in the backgrounds of the songs and that sort of stuff. Like, they deserved better, and they didn't get it from their writers nor their management. 
So I feel like like just let dead dogs stay dead and just let Ray go to Bratz, let uh, Riego do her own thing. And I wish the best to both of them, really, and whatever they actually decide to do after Lady Baby is finally the last nail in the coffin and done, really. Yeah, I think I think she <coughs> pretty much said that uh, she felt she was kind of being stifled creatively as well. Well, she, she which is probably why she's going to continue yeah, with Brat yeah. and her sisters in that group as well. So. Yeah, I mean, because they get to write a portion of the music. I don't know how much. I'm assuming there is some creative direction or producers that help out. But I mean, if she, if she's getting to write lyrics or any of the songs, then she's going to enjoy that a lot more because she, she's putting out music that she actually has a personal connection to. Mm-hmm. And Bratz isn't quite as active as Lady Baby was. You know, it was yeah. kind of it's they're they're not pushing anything. So I mean, you know, you she's, to, she'll have time for her throat to get better. Yeah, you know, see see how much she can do. Yeah, the kind of glimmer of light was the uh, Amore Seiko song. You know, the Lady Baby Blues song, right? And that kind of felt really personal to them. And it seemed like you know, if that was the way they were going to go with their music from then on, that brilliant. <coughs> and, uh, I like that song. It is a lot of people like that song. And then you had Pinky Pinky come out and me, 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 me and blah, blah, blah and all that sort of stuff. And it was just like, uh, what what happened? Why? Why is this back? Why is background Mr. Shouty Man back? I don't, I don't understand why. Why that was why that was bad. I don't know. Um, who knows? Yeah. She'll, no she'll just, they'll, both, they'll just both have to find their own direction where they're going to go. I'm sure it's not the last we've heard of either. Uh, yeah, pretty much. People are going to follow Ray in Bratz 100%. I mean, what a lot of people said is that they, they were like, why doesn't uh, Rie just go and join Bratz? Why don't they just make it Lady Baby with a permanent band where, <laughs> where they actually get to, you know, write their own songs so every song can be, you know, as good as Lady Baby Blue and some of their other material and not, you know... Some the same garbage like rinse and repeated or whatever, but you know, who knows? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's about it for the end of the news, but that doesn't mean we're anywhere close to finishing. So no, I, I, have we hit the halfway point yet? <laughs> I suggest you start opening up popcorn crisps and drinks because we're yeah. still here for a while, and I'm running out of drink, and my voice is also running out. So John might have to start uh, covering for me on this one. Do you want to move on to the yeah? Next I might have to. Yep, we're we're moving on to some uh, releases. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see. I th- I think I've got these in order of uh, oldest to newest. So. Uh, I think we've got uh, Yeah, first one up is uh, Mason Book Girl. I'm sure that we've all we all know that they've got a release coming out. It's gonna re- It was I. It was announced on the 25th of October, I think. And it's coming out on the 13th of December. It's going to... Oh, I missed a number there. It's 1,300 yen. Mm. Um, and it's a six-track single. So, you know, call it a single or whatever. It's three yeah. songs and then the three in- instrumentals mm. of those songs. Uh, it's called... Uh, God, I cannot pronounce this. It was that? Kotorai? No, Kotori? Yeah. Okay, Kotori? Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, so that's the title track. It's got a video. We'll talk about that later, just so you guys know. Uh, then there's a second song and a third song. The second song is called Ju Roku Sai, which I guess translates to 16 years old. Yeah. And uh, third song, Ame no Mukau Gawade, 
I'm horrible at Japanese. <laughs> uh, that could uh, be right. Yeah, it's like choice words. Yeah, choosing your words carefully, essentially. Yeah. Kind no, of. that's the first one. This oh, one's yeah, beyond the rain or yeah. after the rain. Yeah, or yeah, something yeah. Sorry, so I was, I was reading in something in chat. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's three songs. I'm going to buy it. You guys sh- should probably buy it if you're Mason Book Girl fans because Mason Book Girl mm-hmm. is awesome. And they've got an awesome sound pack. And I'm going to admit that now. And it's not boring. I, I love it. Someone, well, if Homicidals is still here. Um, I believe he'll be able to mention that someone who who was the person who did the brilliant breakdown of the new MV. Someone did a breakdown of the new MV with basically what they oh, what they yeah, think's going that. on in the MV. That's super 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 interesting. Um, so if you want to go and watch the new uh, MV, and then head over to homicidals dot com, that, that plug right there, and then go and check out his post, which then leads to the post about the the MV. Um, I was think, that Tristan? I think it might be. Uh, uh, yeah, he's got a blog called like the Solitude Hotel or or something. Yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's Tristan. Go check that out because that's that post was awesome. I read that on my my break earlier, and that was super interesting. Some crazy stuff that like, I hadn't even thought about. So someone is definitely uh, something. Uh, this 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 uh is uh Kotare Ko. God damn it. Whatever is actually this is Japanese. Kotoiru. Yeah, Kotoiru. It, everybody was thinking it was French, but it's actually Japanese. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, if if you if you put it into Google Sensei, Google Sensei gives you an actual thing. So yeah, it makes sense. But I don't know. Maybe it is French. What the hell do I know? Well, I know German. Well, if that's <laughs> right. But yeah, go check out the guys. Uh, kind of more in explanation of the uh, MV to quite see quite how deep and quite how much it ties in with their other videos like it seems like the last three or four videos have all been start with sin morning something like that all carrying a similar theme of something and certain things all carrying over into other videos it's a uh, pretty crazy actually um and they got and they got some these new <coughs> outfits and they got new outfits. like i'm liking these so much better than those other i don't have a picture well no the black ones were good i'm thinking of the earlier ones but sometimes their outfits are a little odd and look like how do you move in that (laughs) (laughs) i mean are the new ones uh are the new ones they're they're, they're like gray yeah yeah so i normally prefer them if they're not completely black because then color and stuff can reflect off them better so you know you know you love that rgb if, if RGB outfits, you know, whatever the stage lighting mm-hmm. does, it, it comes on. That's pretty cool. You may just carry on with the next one. <coughs> yes, if you could. I'll just right. try. Uh, next uh, release is actually a triple release. Uh, Alloy's got uh, two singles and a DVD coming out on the 15th of November. Well, so I guess it came out three days ago. Ha <laughs> ha. No. And, uh, both singles are, you know, the standard uh, 1,080 yen a piece. Uh, they're two tracks only. Mm. So it's, it'll have the title track and a B-side. First one's called Pinball. So Pinball's the A-side. It's got a B-side called Flower Dance. Uh, second one is Astronaut is the A-side. And then it has a B-side. And that was spelled correctly, by the way. 
no 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 it's, fi- it's fine it's it, it generates a d in, in google but it's to tell oh. you that you're doing the different version of suit it's fine it, it, there's not okay. an it's move. it's uh what's this uh you know has yeah and that's a uh, track b side yeah b track yeah. and then they're uh also releasing a dvd of their first one man mm-hmm. and that's uh 2160 yen plus tax i'm assuming and uh they didn't release a track list for that but no. uh if you like alloy you get your wallet out because alloy actually do- alloy actually really impressed me so i wasn't a massive yeah. alloy fan before i always liked their outfits i thought they were pretty cool um but yeah they're very uh what like uh I don't know, what, live, what would you call this? Very, Edwardian very, military outfits? Yeah, kind of. I mean, live, they were actually really impressive. All three girls, very, very good live singing, um, and they can all actually belt out a song really well. Um, and the music they, isn't bad. They've got the a, they've got a crazy good. kind of small, close-knit following. Um, I wouldn't say they have, like, super huge numbers of fans. Obviously, as you've seen on their Twitter, they have quite a low number of followers. Um, I see them in Shinjuku Loft. They were playing before Necronomidal. Um, so they basically had all of their fans up front. You had quite a few, you know, girls, a couple of guys, you know, doing some two-stepping and some dancing along to, you know, you know, the songs and that sort of stuff. It was really, it was really cool. I ended up being like a barrier for them and pretty much uh, having, a, having a whale of a time because live day actually was really good performing. Um, so uh, Colour Me Impressed, Aloy, I'll have to check out your new singles because life you was a uh, you was fantastic i'll give you that <coughs> and uh i'll move on to the next uh re- uh if you want to fire that slide up so. <coughs> oh yeah <coughs> jesus if, if you could get that up if, there before you could, die yeah pretty much right <laughs> uh regina kiss everybody's favorite idol duo <laughs> i'm still gonna find out why that girl left god damn it one day <laughs> But uh, they've got uh, two singles coming out tomorrow. Oh, nice. So uh, those, I'm assuming those are standard pricings. They didn't actually list the price, so I'm figuring they're... It's probably uh, 1080, 1080. Yeah, 1080, 1080. Yeah. And uh, they both got two tracks only. Uh, the first one's called Sick, or Sick, I guess. Sick. Because there's the question mark. <laughs> and uh, Kia did all the lyrics for that one. Okay. She's the blonde one. And uh, the other single is called Akinai Triple X, which I think translates to Naughty Triple X. It would make sense. And uh, uh, the other girl, I believe her name is... Other girl. Oh, my God. Anne wrote the lyrics for that. Her name's okay. Anne. Really, Anne? So, uh, yep. Okay. Anne. A-N. Oh, All just capitals. A-N. Okay. Yeah. And the other song's called what? Fifty fifty. Yep, fifty fifty. Okay. So, and the second, the B side on uh, Kai's is called MM. I don't know what that stands for. <laughs> so weird. It's uh, Malcolm Mosk when they lost a member. Yep, there you go. There's no McLaren left in that one. <laughs> oh. Um. But uh, yeah, uh, Regina Kiss is. You know, I owe these. That in in reality, these girls are both solo singers, and this is was really just kind of a side project, I believe, when it all started out yeah. for the original uh, 
three girls it was. They just kind of came together to do this as a side project. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just kind of morphing into, like, their primary thing now. Yeah. Because they did just pop that album out, too. Yeah, both both of the girls that are left in the group are quite interesting. Like, they're both quite majorly tatted, I suppose would be the word. Like, both of them have quite extensive tattoos, which is, you know... Not the, not the norm for Japanese girls, even though a lot of our idols that we follow within the, you know, the alt spectrum seem to have tattoos, you know, quite a few of them. Waka, Yami, there's, there's, there's some other ones that have tats, but uh, apparently, apparently, you know, uh, apparently a Pickering with her, you know, she's, she's getting into the fake fire tats now. So, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe, she's, maybe she's one day we'll see, a, we'll see a real one from, from, from Pickering. I doubt it. I don't think she's ever going to get one. <coughs> The girls, oh well, the, the 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 tattoos that you're seeing in the pictures aren't real, but the tattoos that they have on them are real. They have like literally like full tattoos like on the side of them, and uh, yeah, they're they're uh, midriffs that are usually covered by shirts or the especially Anne has like yeah, a giant like tattoo collar, on the right side. like collarbone tat, neck tat. They've got all sorts of stuff. Pretty cool. They're definitely not airbrushed, man. Like unless they, she's getting them consistently airbrushed on for every photo she has on Twitter in exactly the same pace. I don't know. Could be. We'll have to search through. I mean, yeah. you'd be surprised when you find out, like, Yami from, like, Cyber has, like, like 12 tattoos or something like that. So I, I wouldn't put it past any of these girls to uh, to have the kind of tattoos that they do, really. Um, I can probably cover the next one. Oh, yeah, Pickering's was definitely... No, 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 Pickering, I don't, I don't think it was airbrushing. It was way too detailed to be airbrushed. It was probably just one of them big, massive transfer tattoos. A bit like Garuda's one that she had on the chest. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can get some really, really good looking transfer tattoos. Like, you'd be really surprised. As long as you know you didn't get it from a stick of gum or, you know, <laughs> a chocolate bar, then <laughs> then you can get some pretty cool ones. And they sell them in like Camden actually, some 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 crazy uh crazy ones. But you have to apply it really uh really precisely. I can probably cover the next one because there's not much to it. Yeah, yeah I think <laughs> So basically Zenbu Kimino Seda, everyone's favorite or not so favorite yami kawaii group from kodo momental have announced their next single which is actually their fifth single um as of yet it's unnamed and as usual it's going to be the usual price of 1080 tax included oh my my bad on this one terry it comes out the 6th of december and it comes out the 6th of what december yeah i didn't put that out i'm sorry i didn't put that on there Saying Kimmy can't be bothered to give us any information. I wouldn't expect you to either. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It was. It's. It was. I. I actually wrote it. Pretty much. There's more Zen Kimmy thing. coming when Zenbu Kimmy no say they can be bothered to give us a preview or artwork or anything like that. We'll get it. We know what we're. We know what they're like. <laughs> yeah, you can pretty much guarantee they're going to drop at least one song off the single for a two-hour preview. Yep. Expect that probably in the next couple of weeks. Pretty much. Um, we can move yeah, on to something definitely. that's got a bit more info, if you want. Sure. Uh, uh, we probably already all knew this, but Gang Parade's got their f- album coming out. Uh, they gave gave us all the tracks, and they were nice enough to put all of the tracks that are not uh, repeats of already released stuff on SoundCloud. Hmm. And a toy toy. Yep, yep. Yep. On there too. Um so it's a 10 track uh release and 7 are new. Uh they've re-recorded I'm assuming re-recorded Foul Plastic to Mercy with Aya in there. 
because yeah. you know she wasn't she wasn't on the other ones. And beyond the mountain, I guess they just tossed in there as a filler. <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, I guess that I guess it was released on a single, really, wasn't it? So yeah, you would put it on the album. You're, you're always gonna get one or one or two of the singles on the album for sure. So yeah, it's a it's a ten tracker. It's gonna it comes out uh, in three days, and uh, it's gonna cost you three thousand plus tax. I've already got it pre-ordered. I, wish, I should have if I pre-ordered it in Japan, then I probably could have got a checky with someone. But at the time, I was like, oh, this is too much hassle, and I just couldn't be bothered. But yep. and they've got they've got some sweet new outfits. I mean, I like the Girl Scout ones. But I like these two. These are kind of like Girl Scout mixed with like delinquents mixed with, yeah, all sorts of stuff, like all rolled into one. The meaning is a bit crazy, like especially with like the writing and that sort of stuff on the in the chests. I like the two different colored shoes. That always gets me. <laughs> that sets off my OCD because it's not an even amount of pairs. <coughs> oh, man. Go, go, you got everybody. Go, go, everybody, go and look at it. Yeah, there's not enough. That none of that. There's not. This, they have an equal. They have seven members, right? So how many shoes is that? Fourteen, right? So you'd think. Yep. So you'd think that there's fourteen, and you'd think that they divide that up, and you'd be able to have an equal <laughs> amount of you know different coloured shoes. But somehow they've somehow there's just too many yellows, and then you got blues and reds, <laughs> and there's like you're like that person should have a red on. Why do they have a blue on? I I noticed it, and I was like, I need to never look at any of their feet again because it's just going to ruin the whole thing for me. So I'm ignoring Gang Parade's footwear for this for this whole for this whole venue. Yeah. What? Uh, Zen Kimmy so, previewed a song from the new single last week. Viz, where, did the, they? where the fuck were you? Where when was did, the link? Where, where was the link? Did I miss this? Wait. Oh, no, they did. They fucking did. I heard it. Uh, yes. I've got, oh, okay. still got the link on my phone. I'm lying. I'm lying. I've got the link on my phone. I think. There we go. Ah, uh, yes. They, see, see, Viz is reminding me now. Do you know what? Maybe the song's not that good because I forgot. About I, I, think it. It sound, I think it sounded like a Zen Kimi song. <laughs> I think you might be right. Yeah. Um, yeah. To be fair, I think it just sounded like a Zen Kimi song. It didn't really. It probably didn't. Uh, it probably did. It probably must not have rubbed me up that that much. That that excited really. If I kind of listened to it a few times and that was it. Viz, if you still got the link, bruh, you know who to hit up because I need to listen to that again now because you've got me confused. It was either really good and I only managed to listen to it once and I missed the deadline. Oh, I didn't like it. <laughs> that's, that's 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 normally the only reason why I would forget. It. Um, yeah, hit us up. Yeah. But we're not talking about them right now. That's a good God point. We're it. talking about Gang Parade. We're talking about Gang Parade, and everybody needs to jump on this hype train because Gang Parade is awesome. Jump. Thank you, Gary, who's not listening right now and probably won't listen to his own podcast. I mean, but that's fine. You might do. What's the what's time in Japan? He might. Nah, but probably it, be this like is five or six in the morning. He's not gonna be up. Yeah. But yeah, Gang Parade's awesome. I love Gang Parade, and you should all love them too. I mean, I should do. I've seen them like three times now since I've been over there. I swear to God, Gang Parade play everything everywhere you go. Gang Parade will be there. You're like, hey, I'm going to that show. Oh wait, Gang Parade's playing there as well. Oh, I'm going to go see Necro tomorrow. Oh wait, Gang Parade's playing as well. It's like I, I think I ex- I accidentally saw them another two more times than I expected. Um. Yeah, to, uh, if it's 8 a.m. in Japan, Gary's definitely not awake. Yeah. <laughs> not, you, if, uh, not if he was out all last night for Gokigen. You you want to uh, 
tackle this next one. You were there. Oh, man. <coughs> then we can move on to the next one. The next one is, of course, uh, Bish's new release, the Gorilla Bish. Um, they Gorilla released it on November 4th. Why I was why I was super busy, you know, living the life in Japan. Um, I was at Oyosumi Holograms, uh, Oyosumi Holograms acoustic set. Um, just when you know people kind of started tipping people off that you know something was going on, and uh, we was in the middle of that or whatever, and someone was posting you know stuff about this CD, and uh, so basically the Oyosumi Holograms producer broke a guitar string. So we had to run off and go and grab, you know, some guitar strings to fix a guitar string. And uh, I started getting tweets and, and, and uh, stuff like that coming in about this, this uh, Gorilla Bish launch. So uh, I was kind of looking at it and I was like, what is this Bish thing? Because it's only been a few days ago that I, I met Bish. So I got to Japan and I, I went and bought the Blu-ray and I managed to meet Bish. Um, and they were all really cool. So I met them, got that signed. So I was like, oh, that's that's me done for this trip. I'm not going to see any more Bish because I hadn't planned. I had nothing else um, seeing. I, had, I just didn't have a chance to see them. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, and then basically these these tweets and these things started coming up about this. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I thought the album was coming out in, 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 in Far Away. Um, and all of a sudden it's like, boom, it's been Gorilla released or whatever. And, you know, this this plain see-through CD and all that sort of stuff. So we're in the middle of this acoustic life. We're not obviously not going to you know, lead this acoustic live. Always see me hologram acoustic, if you haven't heard them, are, are amazing. So there was no way in hell we was leaving to run across town to go and pick up this this, this Bish CD. I was already more than content to, to wait for the actual album because I didn't think this was the, you know, the the official release. I just guess this was some crazy thing that Watanabe, you know, decided to pull off as a laugh. Um, and also wasn't even sure if the album would be on there or if I'd play it and it would just be a sound of Watanabe blowing his nose and laughing at people for, for running to go pick this up. So uh, we had our doubts and we ignored it and we, we see Oyesumi hologram. And then after that, then of course we had uh, uh, Yukue Zerezere's, uh birthday set that day um, for Suyame from the group. And that was at Shijuku Jam. So obviously literally after the Oyesumi hologram thing, we basically managed to eat uh, get back, get changed, and and head off to uh, to, to head off to uh, um, Shinjuku for uh, Surizure. Short story done. There was quite a few of us at, at Surizure, about four of us foreigners wise, um, and we basically at the end of the the thing, we were like, oh, we're gonna try and go and grab the Gorilla Bish CD, right? So there was myself, Gary, Jewel, and uh, Paper Maiden or Ariane from who, who works with homicidals um all at this life which was quite funny for us to all kind of run into each other at this uh series zero live which was a hell of a set um so we we basically leave to head over to shinjuku um tower records to pick up the gorilla bish cd right and then we started getting uh messages from people saying don't go to shinjuku shinjuku is all sold out they don't have any more gorilla bish cds go to go to shibuya shibuya still have some copies left someone's just messaged me now they said there's more copies so we essentially after this is this is after the series zero, so we're all tired, very sweaty, you know. I mean, we've got merch in hand, checkies in hand. We just want to go home and sleep, and uh, we basically end up having to jump on the train, get to Shibuya, and sprint to uh, to Tower Records. 
all four of us get there. We get in there. Um, Ariane asks the guy if they if they have any gorilla uh, bish CDs left. The guy kind of l- looks around. He tries to help us, and they, they didn't have any left. The whole store, I kid you not, was filled with with bish fans. There was people in idol hoodies and t-shirts, looking just as confused as we were, um, because it turns out that um, you say two stops, but like that's two stops at a packed time, man. Like it's not, it's not, it's. It's, there's two stops, but it, it, that time of night, getting to there to the station and getting out, when someone tells you that there's like ten CDs left, like that ten that that ten fifteen minutes that it took us to get there. Not to mention getting to the station with someone who was quite drunk and ended up taking us in a in a dodgy direction. Thanks for that, Mr. Drunk Navigator. You know who you are. Um, yeah, we we ended up getting there and there was none left. So uh, it was basically a wasted time. You know trying to go to Shibuya for this damn CD. And uh, Gary was like, fuck it, let's just go home. So, so we went home after everyone, you know, had tried to uh, talk us into going out and drinking more. But yeah, it, it, needless to say, Gorilla Bish, the CD, the Gorilla launch was pulled off very stupidly. It worked very well for them, but it was pulled off very stupidly. Um, people were buying way too many copies um, at once, like big handfuls, like Viz is saying... And it's it pretty much people just bought it up and it got resold, like the fact that 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 night uh, they were already up on auction, right, John? Yes, they were up on auction. I actually managed to snag one for four hundred, so I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, you know, so when people were literally getting outside and <coughs> they were selling the CDs so fast, they didn't actually have a physical picture of the CD. They just had the picture that was posted on Twitter with the black CD. That's that's how you know. Yeah. That's how you know it was bad. Like, and they were bought up and yeah. sold for such a cheap price. And uh, the the uh, <coughs> uh, wax reaction was a bit slow because they did also release it on iTunes. Yeah, so basically they ran yeah. after the uh, resellers. Yeah, so they basically I think, realized. They, I think they pretty I think they pretty much cut some of them off of the knees pretty good with that uh, iTunes release. Yeah, because it was like what two hundred yen, three hundred yen, or was it less than that? I think I think it was three. I think it was the same price as the physical. I think it was three hundred. The yeah. physical was two ninety nine. I think the iTunes was three hundred. Oh yeah, something like that, yeah. And I I basically went and picked it up on the Japanese iTunes and just just moved it across from it. It was pretty easy. Um, but yeah, that was that was it was good. It's a really good album. If you guys haven't heard it, um, the Gorilla Besh album, really enjoying it so far. Um, some definite classics on there. My landscape, brilliant song, really good MV. But we'll be talking about that later on, I believe. Um, some surprises on there with the likes of Shah and Ooze. Um Here's looking at you, kid. Um, funny enough, written by Ling Ling of all people. Like that would that was quite unexpected. And then you got like one of the heavier songs on the album, written by Gumi of all people. Um, Gumi's you know sitting on free writing credits for the album, so she's uh, you know making that money and royalties as usual. Um, and I think the rest. Hey, of she's it, she's putting in work, man. <coughs> the rest of them have all got one writing credit, and then you've got a couple from Kenta, a couple from uh, JSK, and a couple from the other guy who was writes the American East Enders stuff like Giant Killers, uh, Smack Baby Smack. I think he wrote as well. So if you like Smack Baby Smack, you, you he's the same guy who wrote Giant Killers. So yeah. You'll know what he looks like if you've ever seen Scrambles or Whack. You you you'll know what the guy looks like. You've seen him before floating around on Twitter. Um, yeah, yeah. To be fair, um, yeah. If it, to be fair, the the album's really really good. 
uh, I'm currently enjoying it more than I did originally when Killer Bish came out because I feel like there's less, not filler for me, but there's more songs that I enjoy. The album kind of kicks off at quite a rapid pace and it doesn't really slow down until maybe the fifth or sixth track where you hit, I think it's Promise the Star. And then after Promise the Star, you get Jam, which is kind of like the slowest track on the album. And then after Jam, it just kicks up a notch and then boom, it, and it literally just smashes it home for like the next four or five tracks so like see i haven't i haven't listened to any of it it's pretty much it's pretty much the beginning track is like epic to kind of show you you know how they've stepped up the production and then there's balls to the wall for like four or five tracks then it's like a a brief intermission you know promise the star and jam you know to quieten things down down a bit and then the rest of the album is just straight punk bangers and and you know more harsh vocals and Crazy stuff like that, pretty much. Like it's a brilliant album. If they played it in order, as they do on the album, as a set, that album alone itself would make a good set because it has some good variety and some good dynamics. You know what I mean? It starts off kind of crazy, everyone goes a bit mad, and then it quiets back down, like they do in most shows. And then you know, and then you go out with a bang, essentially. So it's a, yeah. it's good. <coughs> what do you think of the outfits? The outfits, I really like the outfits. I like the little capes. I, I, capes think I could have done without the pointy shoulders. Oh, I like see Magnifique, like the pointy shoulders. Pretty cool. I mean, they they, they, they kind of look like, I don't know, like hellish, uh, uh, you know, what are they called? Air hostesses or whatever. Um, oh, yeah, so someone said, did you see the video of them on the pirate ship? So, yeah, that was the, I, I'm, I'm good for the capes. I like the capes. I like the. I've seen the video of Ayuni, you know, flapping their little cape. That's that's way too cute. I can't complain about the capes. Um, <coughs> uh, yeah, we see the video yeah. of them on the pirate ship in in a was it a motosando or? Yeah, that was. I th- was that that was the day after the <coughs> release, the gorilla release. It was like a gorilla yeah, concert. Yeah, they did the gorilla concert. Yeah, 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 and then they did the. And yeah, they it goes performed, with the whole theme they, of they performed Gorilla Landscape, Smack Baby Smack, and was it, what's the last one? Giant Killers or Promise the Star? Promise the Star? Did they do Giant Killers? No, 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 it was Promise, Promise the Star. I think it was Promise the Star. Uh, yeah, something. I can't remember. I only watched it once. Yeah. I remember. But I can't remember if the day that they did the boat, because I was in Sendai for a day to go see. Biss and Gang Parade, and I can't remember if it was that day that they did the 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 Gorilla Live. It might have been that. It might have been that. No, no, it can't have been because they did it on the fourth. Hmm. Don't know. It was a, it, all the days went a bit yeah. quick while I was there, so it's quite hard to keep track of what was really going on. What day did they release the the, the video for My Landscape? <laughs> I don't know. I don't I'd know. have to fire I'd, it up I'd to see. I'd have to go and have a look now. But yeah, Smack Baby Smack, some of them other songs. Quality, man. Like, for people who are, you know, were complaining that, you know, Bish have gone soft or whatever, or, you know, certain stuff. Wait wait till you hear the whole album first, because this has probably got some of their most aggressive in-tone songs. Like, and the production quality is good for it. The girls are all writing their own stuff. Ling Ling and Gumi have stepped it up with, you know, some new vocal styles going on here and there. Yeah, you got. Yeah, you can hear them. Yeah, at the lives, you can hear them. They can. They're singing. Well, yeah, I mean, you've got. <laughs> I can't remember what the name of the song is. It's it's Pearl. It might be Pearl for him or Ooze or one of those songs or Bodies, uh, or is it one of them? But uh, 
I say aggressive, but I don't mean heavy and aggressive. I just mean they know what they want to do with the songs and they're putting the point of the song out there. So they're like, this song is about this. Boom, here's the song. They're not they're not diddly-daddling around saying, you know, we're a little bit this, we're a little bit that. It's just, right, this is a punk banger. This is a pop banger. This is something, we're going to try something on this. We're going to try Promise the Star is that, Jam is this. Like, they're not... They're not fucking around and just saying, you know, we're going to try and make everyone like this song and that song. Like, basically, every song is a song. Like, if you like my well, landscape, you... you're going to like my landscape. You're going to like yeah. Promise the Star. You're going to like Jam. If you're someone who only likes their heavier stuff like Giant Killers, probably going to like Shah, probably going to like Ooz, uh, probably going to like Smack Baby Smack. It, it, well, this is what you get when you get that, uh, you know, you got big AVEX money behind you now. You get the high production value. Yeah, you get, you know, you yeah. get. The songs get punchier, you know? You, yeah. They got... Yeah, it's... The instrumentals it's a have world. a lot of depth. A lot of depth. There's a lot of stuff going on underneath that you can listen to. And I just want people to go into it with a fresh mind without, you know... Because there's a lot of people that talk of a disappointment of Promise the Star. But when you hear this album and you see how Promise the Star fits in in the album, like, you completely understand where they was going with Promise the Star from the start. Like, Promise the Star was a big clue as to the depth of the production that would be underlying the album release. Um, yeah, that was, I mean, Promise the Star was just a single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? But, I mean, it's 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 in the album, and, it, and it, it basically, if you look, you've got My Landscape, which is really, really good. Some people don't like My Landscape, but whatever. Some people are entitled to wrong opinions. Um, you've got <laughs> you've got Shah, which is crazy. The, the first time this song came ever on, I was like, wait a minute, if I accidentally shuffled my phone and moved on to something else. I was like, wait, Hanako's album's playing. What's, what the fuck is going on? And then I realised it wasn't, and it is actually a Bish song. Um, and the actual singing on it's really good as well, like with Aina and that sort of stuff um, coming in. Then straight on to Giant Killers. Um, Giant Killers sounds slightly different. I don't know if people have noticed, but... Do you think they re-recorded it for the album? So the vocals sound the same, right? But they've mixed the orchestra different. And I don't know if many people have noticed, but the the orchestra uh, violins and that sort of stuff is much more noticeable during parts of the songs now. So you actually get the do 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 like It brings a lot more... Is it more emotive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It brings a lot more sort of like uh i don't know like uh energy to the song in certain parts of the song it was really good um smack baby smack is just a banger everyone's gonna love smack baby smack pretty much um it's like classic bis song bis song <laughs> sorry and uh some of the girls are putting in some fantastic vocal performances on that song um and they have this crazy part that i know jake likes if i remember um where they're singing and uh they basically run the vocals through a guitar amp at a certain point where they're kind of like doing this sort of like singy song talky bit and uh, obviously where they go high pitched it kind of causes it to kind of be like a, a guitar squeal type thing it's quite cool it's pretty crazy um, but yeah album's good go check it out go listen to it get it on YouTube get it on something it was good <coughs> uh, yeah we can move on to the next thing if you want Oh, okay. Um, yeah, are you done gushing? Yeah, you yeah. Were, I, I've you gushed, were gushing a little bit. There. I've gushed about Necro. I've gushed about Bish. Bish. 
I'm going to keep gushing because this music is awesome and this year has been it an awesome, awesome year for Idol. And I just want people to go into stuff with, with you know, put your bias behind, put previous releases behind, go in and just listen and take it for what it is before you go in with any preconceptions and all that sort of shit because I hate listening to people judging something before they've even heard it. Like, just shut the fuck up, listen to the music, then tell me yeah, what just, you Just go listen to it. Yeah. So anyway... On to uh, <laughs> background anyway. to something else. What Are everyone's favorite <laughs> French boutique record vinyl producer. I feel bad for bringing up Necronom Idol again, but, you know. I don't. Stuff. I don't feel bad about it. Don't feel bad. Yeah. Uh, here comes this one. Deathless on vinyl. Gonna be awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. If any of you out there uh, have any cop the the uh, copy of uh, Nemesis on vinyl, mm-hmm. you know how good it sounds. It sounds. I don't know what it is about a vinyl; they just sounds so good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, specifics given us this release uh, comes out in January. I believe pre-orders start on the first of December, and this uh, is limited to five hundred. I've now found out that all, uh, I believe all specific releases are limited to 500 pressing. But so. there's a specific one with the Ouija board? There is, okay. So they are making 300 copies in black. Okay. Rusaki black. Rusaki black, yeah. And 200 copies in sorry green. Sorry green. Yes. And then there are 30 special copies. 40. 30. What? Is it? Is it? Yes. Oh. 30 copies that will come with a special screen printed Ouija board, like on the back of the album. Yeah. 30 copies. So, and that's going to be either a green or a black. You oh, don't okay. know. Oh, so you, don't, you, you don't know. Do you get it? Okay. Yep. I, I don't know if they're going to set it up where you can request or anything. So, I mean,. Anybody that's read Homicidals knows that uh, he got a copy. You know, he showed it off. It looks friggin' sweet. Yeah. Mm. I, I can't wait. I can't wait. So, I love uh, records. So I'm guessing as soon as you know when you can pre-order, you'll be having an article, right? I well, say one more time. When you, When's the pre-order up for? Which you not know. Uh, the pre-order, I believe, starts December 1st. Oh, okay. So soon, soon. Yep. And so... Uh, Anybody that wants to uh, get in a race with me for one of those thirty copies? You're yeah, if lose. you're not if you're not interested in the the Ouija board <laughs> thing that comes with it, then don't worry yeah. about that. You'll be able to get a green vinyl. There's what three hundred? Do you say or two hundred? There's two hundred green, three hundred black. There's two hundred of the sorry green standard vinyl with the with the still nice packaging and everything. So don't worry about that. You'll be able to get the green vinyl, no problem. Yep, and uh, if you're a if you're totally into like how records sound you're probably gonna want to go for the black anyway because natural vinyl sounds better than colored or so i'm told i think vinyl sounds worse than digital well on the first play it always sounds better because it's analog and it's not compressed so there you go leave us flack flack isn't compressed either (laughs) what does it come from i have a goddamn i don't care i have a doctorate in sound engineering but anyway will tell me that that it sounds better. It sounds warmer. It sounds more natural, I suppose. But if you get used to digital stuff, then you get used to it, I suppose. Yeah. Anyway, 
get get out there buy these records specific loves everybody and the more that we buy their japanese pressings of stuff the more they will make but not the same thing you'll have to wait for something else oh no make. no they're not making any more of this yeah, there's yeah, 500 yeah. of these and that's it they don't repress and so. speaking of necro apparently ricky had put out a tweet someone basically messaged ricky saying oh you know what about what about cassettes ricky you know you had a cassette that came out and he basically retweeted yeah. it and said well speaking of that and he didn't say much else uh-uh. So, uh, Ricky, if you're listening to this, when's the when's the announcement coming for the for the next uh, tape, which is gonna be probably for Strange Eons, I suppose. No, I think they'll. I think that. You think? That I think they'll, they'll do, do an album. What? No, sure. no, they'll they'll. I bet they'll do Deathless again on tape, though. I mean, it's a tape. It's got to be an album, right? Who wants a Who wants a cassette single? Well, I mean, you could do Dawn Slayer. Dawn Slayer had Dawn Slayer, but with all the songs, with all of them, both, both, both. Both both uh, types. No, that's only five songs, though, isn't it? Yeah, but that's what From Chaos Born wants. Five, isn't it? Uh. See, Jake's got a good point. He said they did From Chaos Born. Five songs. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Point taken. Whatever. <laughs> I don't want to go grab. I don't want to go grab my cassette off the thing, Terry. I mean, you the main reason everyone's going to get the cassette is because it comes with the. Uh, comes the lyric with translated sheet. Yeah, lyrics. yeah, yeah. The translated lyric sheet. And yeah. I remember that being really, really, really cool to see. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I posted those, didn't, didn't I? take a picture and post them up? Indeed you did. Indeed you did, yeah. Because um, I'm good like that. I, I like to help people out a little bit. Is a cassette uh, making a comeback? Probably not. But is it, you know, a no. nice Is it a nice niche format to, to get something on? Especially, you know, if it fits that kind of aesthetic. Then yeah, why not? Yeah. Absolutely. Especially when they limit it to only 100. Yeah, anything that's mm. limited is always a bit more tastier. <coughs> Tasty limited editions. Yeah. Anyway. We can move on to so, uh, yeah. Uh, Deathless coming out on vinyl. Pre-orders, 1st of December. Something coming out Go on cassette. Sc- we don't know yep. when. Yep. Go get them. Go get them. Right, and on to our last release is uh, KTA, or Kakurio Terra Architect. Um, with their new single, <coughs> they just literally chucked out one already, and now they've got a next one. Uh, the release oh. date is on November twenty ninth. So, wait, yeah, it's coming out like soon, 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 soon. Yeah, I thought I, I thought I had translated the these titles. Uh, it was like something hmm. something good, man. If I remember, let me have a quick look. One second. Uh, uh, you uh. You be kid again, man. And the other one was I can't remember. Irua, Irua, Nico, something, something. I can't be bothered. It takes me too long to read stuff. Uh, Iroha na Koraju, so Iroha Collage or something, something Collage, something like that. It's in Katakana, so it's definitely meant to be a foreign word. So yeah, something Collage, Collage, Iroha ni Collage or something like that. Um, whatever. Uh, yeah, essentially there's... And then the third track is uh, Therefore, with a question mark as well, so... Therefore? Therefore, there'll be another single quite soon after this one comes out. <laughs> That's pretty much what it means. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, we've heard we've heard the other two, right? Uh, yeah, 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 pretty much. Colourful colour, pretty much, yeah. So it's collage of colour, yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's about it. Um, first one, can't remember. Pretty much. 
Um, well, that, that's the that's the. Oh no, it isn't. Never mind. Uh, yeah, Never that's, mind. That, that's the B side, but <coughs> but pretty much that's it. It would also make sense why she's stuck in the middle and there's tons of paint everywhere and they're pulling some odd faces. But to be honest, KTA's thing seems to be whispering and odd facial expressions. I don't know if anyone's noticed. The don't don't forget to throw in a little bit of horrible non choreographed dancing. And some horrible, yeah, paint bukkake. Oh, God. This is a good, clean Christian pod. Nah, it's not anymore. Let's be honest. I got monetization no, oh, no. back now. I don't need to be Christian anymore. I, I give it up. I'm oshihenning right. my faith and moving over to idol instead. <laughs> well, we've, we, I even dropped an F-bomb this podcast, I think. So Damn. It's all out the door now. Garrett, John said fudge. What can I do? I did. I love fudge. <laughs> Very tasty. I, I, oh, you're gonna kill me, man! I can't laugh. Um, but yeah, that's our last release. That's it. Now, now we, now we're in the uh, the final stretch, everybody. I would How's say everybody I, would, I would say song previews, and it would have been Zen Kimmy, but we don't have it. Not the fact they're like 14. Who? What the KTL KTA girls have a laugh? They're not 14. They're all like 20 something, or like 19 to 20 something. None of them are that young. Like. Yeah, they're, they're, they're don't even hire people that that young, like Jesus. Um, anyway, we can move on to music videos, the place where we talk about videos. Yeah, and music what videos. do we got? Eleven? We got eleven? Twelve? Quite a few. And you better hope. Uh, do mute, I? You better hope I remember to mute them all. Otherwise, we're getting some copyright strikes. But we'll see. Uh, okay. You want me? You want me to mention the ones that we're not talking about? If, is it? If we got that many that we're having to skip some. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> name the ones that we're not talking about. <laughs> okay. So if anybody was looking for these videos, we're not talking about them. Lyrical school. Take me. Okay. You'll melt more. New wave star. Oh, we skipped all of the new. You'll, you'll melt more. Whoops. Yep. You'll you'll melt more. Eternal moment. We didn't get any. You'll melt more. Uh, Schwingo Bupan. That hurts. First my, time checky. That, that hurts my soul. That there's no. Uh, Doesn't it? Yeah. Pretty much. Well, we might toss it in next week. Uh, Broken by the Scream, Screaming Rhapsody, we already mentioned um, on the last podcast, I believe. We've already gone through. Yeah, well, I think um, we talked about that last month. Also, if I start talking about uh, Broken by the Scream, I'm going to end up telling you about the the in-store life that I went to for them. And then we'll yeah, be we here like another half an hour Stop. because that was... Stop. Stop right was, now. If you, you want to know about that, just <laughs> ask and I'll go talk about it in group or something or a separate video. And uh, we're not talking about the... A uh, very nice to watch uh, new band Janaimon. I'm, I'm more upset video. that I'm more upset that I didn't complain that Shueng and Bupan's not in this. First time checky is such a banger. I'm, I'm so dumb. It I, is. I, I left it's good. It out like an idiot. Uh, don't worry, there'll be plenty of Oasis Me hologram. This is this is my podcast. There's definitely going to be some hologram. Going on. <laughs> if there's a video out for Oasis Me, they're going to be in there. If it's not me making sure, then Gary would have a gun to my head making sure that it is there, so uh, don't worry. But yeah, we can move on for the first video. And, uh, yeah, we can move on. The video that literally released as I was boarding the plane. Yeah. It released <laughs> It released as I had to turn my Wi-Fi off. Literally, I couldn't use my internet. As I got on the plane, I was like, oh, I need you, MV. Went to click it, had to board. So I had to turn my Wi-Fi off. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Airplane mode pretty much airplane mode as it released i was like oh god so uh we have do we get one do we get do we get a thing do we get a what yeah we got a video it's up sorry sorry it was a bit there it is 
Um, in case you didn't know, this song's actually also in 4K. So Gokki Game went from a fan-made video with a horse head to a 4K fully shot video. So quite clearly someone's making bank or bank rolling the uh, the operation here. My guess is Ichiho's mum, but we'll have to see. Yeah, I really <laughs> like this video. The, the video really kind of encompasses all about what their whole shtick is. Though. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of like, you know... Um, they, they they want to be Gok again, yo. You know what I mean? Who has a 4K screen these days? Anyone who's not poor would be my my, or anyone who you know is into technology. But yeah, look at Nagi, green hair in 4K. You cannot pass that up. Oh man, and that is hard green, dude. That is green, bro. Her hair's green <laughs> as hell in person. Like I took the checky, yeah, and my eye was wearing a bright green jumper, and she's got bright green hair, and they, they both came out like dark green. I think green's just a really hard color to get to show out in like. Checkies for some reason. Um, also, Ichiho's hair was like fresh at that point, so it was like bright blue. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's probably almost as blue as it. Yeah. But yeah, oh you know, God. the song's kind of it has that kind of kind of kind of traditional. Let's be honest, like it's kind of traddy in places, um, but it's just good fun. And it's kind of like it has that kind of somber tone to it, where it's kind of like you know things could be depressing and things could get you down, but. At the end of the day, like, it's time to have fun, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yep, they're all like, throw that stress out the window. Pretty much, right? Also, those yep. the jumpers are pretty cool. As you can see, the, the jumper is literally the same color as her hair. Near enough. Yeah. Crazy hair. You know how you get 8K screens? I was going to say, you just get two 4K screens, but then someone who knows how 8K works would kill me because that's not how it works. So I'm not going to mention that. There you go. Look, yeah, she well. knocks she knocks holes in a. I, yeah. <laughs> I she got to get her ponytails through. I I basically was not gonna go out on the second night I was in Japan. I was tired. We've been out shopping. We've done some stuff, and uh, I was at home. And uh, basically, the Gokigen Gen girls put out a thing saying that they they were doing a talk event for a talk event like a pre-release talk event. Um, yeah, pretty much. Jake, right? Four four K screens. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad someone understands. Um, but yeah, so they basically put out a thing saying that they were going to be doing a an event, right? Like a talk show event. And I basically said, foolishly, because I'd already been sipping a strong zero by then. Oh, Nagitan, I'll come buy your sweatshirt. So she was like, okay, I'll, I'll be waiting to see you at the event. So I was like, shit, now I have to go. <laughs> so I'm tired, my back's hurting, but I'm sipping this drink or whatever. And I'm, you know, I'm starting to feel it. So I'm like, okay, I'll get up. So I get up and get dressed. Meet Gary. Gary can obviously tell that I've had a drink get to the venue outside of Shinjuku Samurai to queue for, well, I say to queue, there was there was no queue. There was just me standing outside of uh, Samurai in Shinjuku. Basically, no one was there, so I went and got another drink. I ended up inside of uh, Samurai in uh, Shinjuku for their talk show event. And, you know, they played the album songs. They sang along a bit. Uh, I ended up having a Nagi fan buy me basically Nagi's jumper I had a checky with Nagi yeah I have that jumper it's pretty cool um, they were like super fun on stage they were wearing like Halloween stuff they were selling the jumpers everyone was drinking they were drinking I was drinking which was probably bad advice considering I was drunk before I even got in there um, 
and depending on what places you go to in Japan, they either pour that alcohol very strong or very weak. Samurai seems to go for the strong route, so I was uh, pretty smashed by the time it came round to Bupan, as were most of the girls, as they seem to not have any care in the world for taking drinks from people and, you know, just pretty much relaxing. But then again, it was a talk event. They weren't performing, you know what I mean? So they were just sitting about snacking, drinking alcohol, you know, a bit like what Necronom Idol did with the... 24-hour live thing only you know they were drinking alcohol and not just drinking you know orange juice or whatever like necro drinking <coughs> clearly necro are a bit more sensible whereas uh gokiken can get a bit uh crazy at times but yeah gokiken's yes. good new albums absolutely sick um brilliant variety i need use one of the you know more slower slower songs on that album but you should definitely go check it out um if you like what Gokigen have been bringing out so far, the album won't disappoint you. You can get it on iTunes. Um, I don't know if you can get it outside of Japanese iTunes now. I think you might be able to. Go check it out. <coughs> they might be the f- funnest group. That's their idea, isn't it? I suppose they're yep. supposed to be fun. They're all about the fun. Yeah, no alcohol for them, at least it shows. Well, I mean, you know, Gokigen weren't performing that night, really. What they was, they kind of sung along to a few songs and they did a little bit of a dance and they they did other stuff. But yeah, they, you know, they were they were on the booze, they were on the food. So was I, so was everyone else at the, in, in the venue. Pretty much everyone was absolutely smashed. It was pretty funny. Um, and it was basically just sit around and banter each other and listen to the girls, you know, cuss each other's Halloween outfits and talk about the album and recording it and you know Icho getting her getting her voice back and you know everyone being quite happy about that yeah it was, it was good we can move on to the next video yeah this one's looped yeah we're moving on to Billy Idol back in the green screen right yeah what is this uh, Sayonara Romantic yeah, well, so like goodbye romance or sayonara romantic. They they spoke it like uh, romantico or something like that. But yeah, yeah. So you got some uh, Billy Idol butt action going on there. Yeah, you might enjoy. Their new outfits are quite. Is this the actual outfits that they're wearing now for this release? I, I don't know. I suppose it so. could be. I suppose so. Uh, yeah, good song. The video is. Uh, well, it's a it's Billy another Idol it's yeah. another mim- minimalist Billy Idol video. I don't think I did review this before. Did we review this before? I don't think so. When it came it? out on uh, the uh, after the la- after the twenty first. Oh, I don't know then. Yeah, yeah. This must be their new outfit that they're wearing at the shows. It's pretty good. Oh yeah, this is this is off their new album. Uh, this came out the thirty first of October. <coughs> so. It was ten days after the last pod, last podcast. I we think, had I think uh, Billy Idol were taking after Mason Bookgirl and they're going for you know uh, continuity. So they that one day there will be like a thing where they escape from the from the the green screen. Either that, or maybe the green screen is some bigger meaning that we don't know about. Either that, or they just really like fucking around in front of this green screen. Who knows? This could be in like this could be like in Uika's basement or something. Like who knows? Like she just has a random green screen for like selfies and fucking about and making videos. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty good. Could be. Yeah, the, the song's all right. I mean, it's a. I actually quite liked 80s, it. Like, it's an '80s tinged Billy Idol song. Yeah, I quite liked it. I think you know, all of their parts were quite strong. Even uh, Nozomi's part was, you know, 
pretty nice. Normally, I find like her vocals like the weakest out of the three of them, but I mean that's gonna happen because like two or three of them are like really really good live vocalists, um, and the Zomi's never been known to have the, the strongest voice. But yeah, I, f- I felt like her parts in the song were actually really good, and you know, she was uh, she came across really well. So the song was really good. Yep, it's pretty it's pretty strong all around. And if you want to watch the watch the video for the funny dance moves and the, and the butt slaps, then uh, you can't go wrong. <coughs> I've really got much more to say about this other than if you like Billy Idol, you're gonna like this because yep. it's a little bit yep. different than a usual Billy Idol song. But at the same point, you, you know what you're getting from it, really. If you enjoy their vocals, you will enjoy the song. Let's be honest. Absolutely. Onto the self-titled. Yet nothing like their usual thing, it's Gang Parade, with the anthem that's not an anthem. I don't know, but the new outfits are good. Look at those mismatched shoes. Ah, <laughs> odd numbers. <laughs> but yeah, Dude, I love this song. I love this song. Mm, mm, mm. It's good. I like it's, the- it's so. It's so good. It's kind of like it's, the the video is quite funny because it's very minimalistic, but they've done a lot with the colours. So you know, like the the background lighting kind of lends a lot to it. This could have just been, you know, another all idol group in a warehouse, which it pretty much is. Let's be honest, this could be the warehouse that they are all using. If they all look very similar. Yeah, I was looking at it and trying <laughs> to figure it out, but I didn't want to look too hard. It, I didn't it, want to ruin it, the illusion. It could be that warehouse. Everyone uses the same damn idol warehouse. I swear to God. It's either that or <coughs> I don't know, but but yeah, the whole kind of you know pulsing to the music effect and the glitch effects and the, the disco lighting. I mean, their outfits are like quite bright colours, but you can't you can almost can't tell that they're wearing bright outfits because the rest of the the lighting and the colour in in the set is so like powerful. It kind of washes out the bright yellow almost, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. It, it's almost got kind of an orange to it. Yeah, right? Yeah, it just kind of washes it all out. And then I think the green and blue tops or whatever kind of get washed out and just become, like, kind of navy-coloured. It probably doesn't help that the video is, like, colour-graded as well, so that's probably kind of made it look even more crazy. But, yeah. Yeah, and everybody, everybody's really strong in this <laughs> song, too, vocally. Well, I mean, vocally, most of the time, Gang Parades are amazing. I mean, yeah. I haven't really heard, heard any, like weak vocal performances from them I think a lot of people would say that Gang Parade probably have the most all round vocalists out of all the groups like if you think of Bish like they have some weaker vocalists if you think of Bis they have some weaker vocalists and then you, you get onto Gang Parade and you're like well everyone's good like everyone's at least at a level and then you have your stars but then like the the minimum level for Gang Parade is above the minimum level for the other two groups in terms of singers yeah they're they're all they're all solid singers good. on their own right, yeah. They're all much. solid, absolutely. Yeah. And what's, which is what and makes what's, a, which with, is, and what's with the scream in the song? I don't know who does that. Well, someone said they, they think it's Coco, apparently. From when they played it back somewhere at a certain point in a video, she kind of stood up and did the headband bit during it when they were like showing it off or whatever. But. I don't know. It could it could be her. It could be someone else. It could be Watanabe, and they pitched it up to make it sound like a girl. Huh. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but yeah, good video, good song. 
that album that it? album's gonna be divisive oh, this gang parade yeah. album's gonna be divisive because it is gang parade are known for doing a certain thing and a lot of people have started to enjoy what gang parade was doing before and now this new album people were looking forward to Yo, you know what everyone's like everyone's just looking forward to more of the same for the most part unless it's baby metal then people don't want more of the same but they do but anyway um yeah this is either gonna everyone's gonna love the new directions and the new stuff or they're not yeah everyone's like the new the album is half great half bland so it, it depends one person might like that bland half of the album another person might think that this that the, the great half that you like is is the same and whatever yeah it's going to be a divisive album so i think a lot of people are going to have opinions like that i think it's just going to be a case of looking at it and kind of taking it for what it is everyone knows that gang parade is the the experimental whack group if they're going to get you know dumped on for you know for something i mean as soon as they start putting up videos and you know you can't you can't see the likes and you can't see the comments you know it was you know they were trying something new and they they didn't want to really you know catch any flack for it so uh yeah, I'm. I'm not even um, going to touch the baby metal subject because we've been there quite a few times, and uh, I just hope that some new stuff comes out from them soon. And I hope that it's good. That's all I can say really on that. Is I I want new baby metal, and I hope it's good. What my definition of good for baby metal is, I can't really say because I don't know. I just don't know what I want to hear from them. Let's uh, move on. Let's to move on to the next one, which is probably. One of my favorite new songs is My Landscape by Bish. Oh, it's so good. And how did they sneak over here? Oh, yeah. Shoot this video. Yeah, no one, no, one, no, no one had any idea they were in America at all. They completely pulled one over on all of us. Lol. Uh, but yeah, it, where is this? Well, you know where this is, doesn't you? Because you're the one that was like, oh, yes, this is, you know, that graveyard or this graveyard or whatever. Yeah, it's a it's an airline graveyard. I can't, I, I think it's Mojave in California. Yeah. They uh, shot there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know how they snuck in here and nobody knew. Crazy. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, man, this song, it's got some great dynamics. It really builds throughout the whole song. Some great, great instrumentals going on. Um, yeah, the vocal performances are just excellent. I just like how, you know, the background's so sparse. There's, like, stuff going on in the background. Like, there's detail. But it's kind of... I don't know. It just matches up with the song really well to me. You know, the way the, the movements are. Especially, like, the stop-motion stuff where they're, like, spinning around. It's really creepy. Really, really creepy. Yeah. You know, and then they, they, you know, they got the nice shots, the panning shots, and all that sort of stuff. It's, it's just a really good video. High production value. The song's good. Uh, I'm sure they definitely probably came to America for some reason, but who knows what? We'll we'll have to wait and see. I'm sure they probably just wanted, yeah, one well, no, be just wanted a vacation. Yeah, he just, you know, yeah. We need to come poke some cactuses. He he, he saw a cactus and realised that he wasn't the biggest prick in the area. Uh, hey! It's a good joke for you. Even though I love Watanabe. But yeah. But yeah. Good song. Good visuals. Some people don't like the song, but whatever. I, I really, really like her. I really, really like Ayuni D's bit, you know, where she does her kind of 
you know her big kind of like I, I am using my voice now I've got my vocals I can do my I can use my long my long lines and you know that sort of stuff so it's cool you know she does have my landscape bit you know her little mini Ina moment or whatever you know she's been <laughs> she's been really kind of pushed for this album in all honesty like Ina's doing her thing Tishy's doing her thing and then it kind of goes like Iuni, like she's been super fucking super fucking pushed if you hear some of the stuff that they get her to do on this album like they're making her use her accent like obviously she's from Hokkaido right so they're kind of getting her to just be like look this is what your voice sounds like this is how you fucking sing so sing like that like put some power behind it like it doesn't matter if you sound a bit country it doesn't matter if you sound a bit you know not like you're from Tokyo or that you have a bit of an accent like just just put some effort in girl and you know give us give us what you got and I think she's starting to do that and it's really showing on the songs um Ling Ling and her grown up haircut I I, I don't really know what's going on in honesty like yeah she looks kind of like domesticated really it's like waifu Ling Ling version like who's gonna wake you up in the morning and cook you some toast I don't know Hey man, all those people were making fun of her crazy hair. I know, right? Maybe her, maybe her like yearly subscription to Candy Syrup had like run out, and she couldn't get any more crazy hair for free. So she was like, "Damn it!" Possible. Possible. Who knows? Um, if anything, it looks like Gumi's taking up the uh, the crazy hair now because she's going, you know, for the the red dyed ends and stuff like that recently. So, yeah. She does look quite strange with the uh, with the really plain hair, but she's pretty. I always thought she was pretty pretty, uh, especially when she has like the the kind of side combed fringe is really nice. I prefer that than when she has the. I mean, I wouldn't say she looks completely dull. Or, I mean, it's quite hard. A lot of the bish girls, they they have kind of more plainer hair. Maybe I don't know. Either that, or maybe they just thought this hair would look better with that outfit. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. I mean, there's some crazy songs on the album, so I would expect maybe to see some more craziness later on. Who knows? It's a, well, we'll see. What we got, what we got next? Uh, uh, we got Yana Mute, I believe, next. Indeed we do, with Holy Grail, <coughs> which I heard a while ago, actually, but I hadn't seen an MV for it. It's kind of classic Yana Mute, really. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a slow jam. If you like what Yanomiu were doing and their previous hits and stuff from the likes of Bubble, which is an amazing album, then you'll like Holy Grail. Just go check it out. Like um, Their new outfits are looking regal as ever. With the... Uh, so th- this song I thought was a bit meh. Sounds like the older stuff. I mean, if you don't like their older stuff, then you're not going to like the song. Um, I mean, that's kind of where they come from. I mean, their stuff wasn't really designed... To be like super flashy and, and stand out, it's just solid music in general. Um, a lot of their other stuff, it was more kind of you know you, you dug into the music and you kind of you kind of made your own feelings and emotions from it. Really, um, a lot of people used to complain that they didn't have. Um, a lot of people complained that they didn't have you know the big choruses or you know the catchy hooks and all that sort of stuff. And that was that wasn't that was. Yeah, that was never really their thing. Like, they were never there to, you know, just catch you with a hook and, and hope that that reeled you in. It was more kind of the whole package and the, the you know, the whole package and the emotion, all that sort of stuff, all rolled into one, really. Kind of like a genuine type thing. 
Yeah, no worries. Well, I'll, I can right. I can stay and chill for a bit. No worries. Um, I really enjoyed the video. You know, what I mean, they they've been putting out some good MVs since uh, their musical style and genre. <laughs> it's actually really hard to put an exact point on it. I mean, some people were saying that it was this and that, but pff, I would just say it's, I would just say it's rock. I suppose. It's, it's it's rock, but some people were saying it's emo and shit. Yeah, like post punk, prog rock. I mean, people are gonna stick so many fucking names on the end of it now. You know, people will be like, yeah, they're grungy post punk, prog rock, fucking emotive bullshit. I don't know. Essentially, they're good. Like, if you like your music, you know, to come with a bit of emotion or whatever, probably a bit more than it probably should do. Um, then yeah, listen to uh but I'm sure there'll be some genre genre boffins out there that could probably uh, sum it up a bit better than I can or anyone else in the in the chat. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, go check it out if you want to. If not, I kind of want to move on to the next video, but I feel really bad because this is like the one thing that I think John wanted to uh, wanted to talk about. Uh, I could move on to it. John, could you hurry up and come back, please, so that I can talk about Rhymeberry? Because that's up. Who's next? Uh, next up, we have Rhymeberry. There you go. He gets back just in time. Just in time. Just in time, because I know this is the song that you've been wanting to talk about. Dude, I love this. I love this song. Oh, my God. I can't stop listening to this thing. It's uh, Rhymeberry with their song, uh, Chotoyate Mitodake. Or Dake, yeah. Yeah, yeah I would say that's about right. Um... Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. I try. The, the, I'm, I'm really at a loss for words. I mean, the flow is so good. It's, I mean... This is the first time and probably the last time you're going to hear John talking about flow. But, uh, probably. John John is on this rap thing now, guys. You've heard it here first. Well, you know, I, I like... I like uh, I like Tokyo Chewing Gum, you know, the oh, one that true, Ricky yeah. was in. That that was a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's pretty cool, yeah. But then but then, you know, they just popped off in this song. What the name of I'm, the girl with whew. the the jeans on, is that Omochi or whatever her name is? Yeah, she's the DJ. Yeah, she's pretty cool. The jeans are a bit much though. But I'll forgive her. <laughs> Someone's like, Oh you got a few rips in your jeans, that's not a rip. She's she just doesn't have any jeans. Yeah, they're like they're like inverse no they're needs. like inverse chaps at this point. Look at them. But yeah, pretty good. But yeah, time. this is it's just all around fun. This one. Have you listened to this one a couple of times or like, just once? Like, like twice. <laughs> That's all I managed to get in, and that was while I was at, at work. <laughs> uh, <coughs> so all I know never, is all, you, all I know is the the the, the DJ girl. The, and that's only because I think I followed her on Twitter, so I've, I've seen bits and bobs, bits and bobs popping up. Yeah, well, you see, when they released this originally, it was three different videos, and each of them had their own. I think I remember someone posting about that in group, but I don't know if I was in Japan at the time. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you were in Japan, and I was like, oh, you know what they should do is, you know, somebody should take all three of these and you know splice them up together, and well, they were already doing that, so. Their uh, DJ Omochi, for some reason, she reminds me of like Anno slightly. I don't know why. It's the facial expressions. The like wide eyed facial yeah. expressions reminds me of Anno from Beltmore for some reason. 
occasionally just some of the facial expressions uh, yeah those outfits are pretty crazy but you know they're pretty good anything else you want to say John on the on the Rhymeberry front no I just just a fast explosion of this is pretty awesome and I love it <laughs> we can move on nice nice uh, so next up we have oh Mason Book Girl oh yep yeah. Mason Book Girl yeah uh, yeah I think I talked about this this video you know uh, yeah about the person you know who who is I think it was, you said it was Tristan or whoever someone who had explained it um, but we can yeah we can, yeah we can it was, I believe it was Tristan I believe it was Tristan yeah you have kind of like someone type apparently each of these things means something like the the whole the they're taking the piece out of the map and then replacing it somewhere else they're typing on the keyboard it's yeah that's like a super crazy um well there's something there's something with sign language i think there's a super crazy explanation that someone someone actually sat there and did did some serious uh serious looking um yeah um I quite like Missing Book Girl, but this song took me for took me by surprise at first because the 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 recording of it sounds different. The way the the instruments lay with each other and the way the music laid feels kind of different to me. But I don't know if that's something that they're they're moving towards as part of this kind of you know changing dynamic and sound that they're kind of doing. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's Maybe yeah, if you, maybe if, the time of maybe the time of the music is different. If you take the the Japanese version of the song and you put it in, it comes up with Ko, yeah. Um, but they seem to have like romanized it as Co for some strange reason. But yeah, however they want to do it, I guess. Um, I don't know. It kind of gets. It kind of does more towards the end. It kind of yeah. It was. It was kind of weird. It's something that I need to kind of as with most. Uh, Well, it's okay. I don't think anyone in the chat needs Japanese lessons. I think we're all good. We're all good on that. It's, everyone's just going to start arguing in chat, so behave yourselves. Um, but yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty much. I don't know. I just I think that the video is pretty it's, crazy. It's it pretty feels, out there. I think it feels different because the time signature is different than their usual uh, songs. I just think it sounds. Perhaps. I just think it sounds recorded differently. Like the vocals lie in the song a lot different than the normal stuff. It doesn't. It sounds like it's more on top. It doesn't sound as buried as the normal stuff does. I don't know, but but then again, they've got English translations on screen, which is nice. I don't know. Like Mason Book Girl can be weird. Like sometimes I think the time signature is normal, but. Like a lot of their instruments and especially their percussions, very syncopated. So like it's hard to find like a you know like a, a head bob rhythm because you know it's always kind of kind of not off time, but it's purposefully done like that, um, which is quite interesting. Some people just can't stand it, and uh, yeah, some people just can't stand it. Some people love it. Um, it's definitely more along the lines of you know artistic. Uh, what, what was we calling it recently that we were putting people into this category or whatever performance art or whatever but I mean you can't really knock the fact that you know um, Missing Book Girl definitely got some artistic 
uh, stuff going on. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, pretty much. But yeah, go read what the hell's going on in this video because watching it a couple of times is pretty crazy. Well, we can move on to another gang parade video. Oh, oh, it's yeah, this one. This, <laughs> yeah, this one's pretty <coughs> divisive. Yeah, we'll just say that. Yeah, people are getting pretty crazy at this one. To be honest with you. Yeah, um, they, I think they're getting a little too crazy. <laughs> Their outfits in this one are unreal. Put it that way. Fucking Mickey with a Leonardo DiCaprio like hoodie on. <laughs> yeah, the giant Leo. <laughs> Who knows? You has got no pants on. I, I, I'm assuming this song isn't a perform it live song. I don't know. Unless Coco's just gonna stand there and do weird dance moves for the from the whole time. We we have no idea. I have no idea. I would assume that this song's gonna be kinda like the stage entrance music. Do you get what I mean, right? This could be like their stage entrance music quite easily. Like if they have this, they're not. They're not going to be singing it. I can almost guarantee that. Yeah, I would imagine this will be more like. I mean, you said this is the first song on the album, right? This is the opening track on this the album. This is probably going to end up being like stage entrance music for them for this for this album. Yeah, I would assume. This will be kind of like the stuff that comes in, and you know, they all come out in their new outfits or whatever bit of head banging, you know, bit of, you know, say hello or whatever, and then boom, then they come. But the video is weird as hell. Like, they must have just literally just messed around for this whole video. Yeah, they. I think they're having a pretty good time making it. Pretty much, right? There you go, look, they're doing some, uh, what is going on with the, <laughs> the dancing I, skeletons, I baby bones are back, gang parade of hide baby bones, and they're, they're back to take on the world, quite clearly. Yeah, I think some people say this video would be aesthetic for some people, you know. But yeah, I don't, I don't know what the hell's going on. Um, it's just an odd one. It's just an odd one. Like it, it, the, the thing is, it's this is what I said about the album being divisive because this is not what people expected from Gang Parade. But at the same time, they're like, this is amazing. Like I've never thought I'd see this from Gang Parade, so it's cool if that makes sense. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with the whole video. Looks a bit vaporwave, but doesn't sound it. Yeah, it's true. And we can move on to the next video. Do we have to? Why you don't like this song? Skip it. I'm not skipping it. This song's definitely going in. The next one's definitely going in. No, the next one's always for me. Uh, no, it isn't. No, no, no! I, you got the. Oh, you you switched it around. Yeah, I switched it. I, I, I tried to keep that. Oh. I kept that one near the end. Don't worry. Oh God! Thank God. <laughs> so yeah, next up we have Oyesumi Hologram with their uh, song entitled "Mother," um, which is the first song that they featured more prolific uh, use of the English language. Um, they've also completely declined to put the lyrics for the actual song anywhere so finding the english lyrics is is not going to happen um i've got the cd um and basically inside the thing it just says yeah the members of oecmb hologram have, have decided not to disclose the original lyrics for the song <laughs> but they were like hey have this poem instead and basically, they they just have this like small poem, which is basically the writing in the the, the right hand corner almost, um, for the the song. 
it was like a small kind of like mini poem and, and that sort of thing. It's also funny because um, Ogawa, the producer, is basically playing the synth line while they're eating and somehow he doesn't go off beat. Somehow, even with the cuts, he's still playing the synth line perfectly. So I have, I have no idea how they managed to quite get that down quite as well as they did. But this was basically filmed the, the, the same day as the Boot Bazaar. So basically they did the Boot Bazaar that day, they did the band and the DJ live set that I watched and then basically that night after they performed at the Yoimachi festival because they were there till quite late and they basically after the Yoimachi festival they basically just went out and filmed this so obviously they've literally just gone out filmed themselves dancing around to the song and then just farted around on putting some effects on it afterwards and there you go you got a video really this is pretty much just them chilling mucking around with a, a light bulb so that they have you know some some light for the video or whatever the song I really, really like. Um, I would like to know exactly what they're saying in English. Um, some of it I can kind of put like a, a, a grasp on. Um, but the majority of the rest of it, I can't quite pick out. Uh, yeah, it was pretty out like, it was pretty much out like the, the next day or the day after that um, or whatever. I'm just happy that it's got a little more action than their last couple. I, I, I would, I would, I would pretty much assume that I would assume either Kana writ the lyrics or their producer writ the lyrics. Or, or I, I would have, I would assume that Hachigatsu maybe would have made more sense if she'd written them. Seeing as like English is, is is okay, like it's not bad. Um, Kana's use of English is is not the best. Basically none, apart from small words. So I don't know, but you know they've 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 given her enough that apparently she can sing a song in English, even though. No one has a clue of what they're saying apart from the odd word. Um, yeah, I mean, if you can learn it by rote, you can sing it, right? But I mean, I can I can kind of hear what they're saying and sing along to it, but I'm not singing in English. I mean, there's there's a few words in there like "You are my future," "Me in the land of my head," or something, and then there's it's like a mother something. You'll never touch my cold skin. Like the, the lyrics sound kind of creepy in places, and then they're kind of more heartwarming in other places. But as to the overall meaning of the song. I do not have the foggiest clue. Um, when they performed it at the acoustic thing and they played it live, they were kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, we're going to play this this new song, Mother, or whatever. And they were singing, and they were kind of like... I could tell they were both kind of looking at us over in the corner because we quite clearly were like, oh, this is in English. So they were probably like, oh, no, these foreign people are going to judge our, <laughs> our English song. Obviously, the, the rest of the Japanese fans probably wouldn't know any different. But obviously we'd be sitting there going like, hmm, that sounds English, but it's not, if that makes sense. But yeah, I've heard this song in like three different versions by now, so it's quite funny. But yeah, it's a good video. It's a, well, I would say a good video. It's it's a very Oyasimi hologram video, if that makes sense. Well, it's better than them sitting like bumps on a log looking at water go across concrete. Pretty much. Or whatever that Pretty much, was. right, yeah. Um, the next one up is the one that you was dreading the most, John, unfortunately. So we're going to have to move on to... Yeah, let's move on to Deadly Flowlita with their new MV for No More Tears. And our next video is... <laughs> no, no, I've got, I got to let it play. i got to let it roll. I mean, not for that long, but... The whole thing? Yeah. Oh, God, I already have a headache. Ugh. Okay, I'll just I'll just put this out there right now. Rip, John. Mr. Beard should not 
sing. But he could rap though. I don't. I don't mind the rapping. Should definitely not rap. He should what? definitely not. No, he rap. should. He should join Rhymeberry permanently and rap for them. No. I, I'm. I'm. I'm winding everyone up. I. I... The only rapper he should <laughs> rap with is Soldier Boy, and that's it. Oh my god. Because they have the same skill level. <laughs> um, I don't know what they've done in this song. The the instrumentation and everything like that was actually pretty good, but I just he don't. Is fine. I just don't know what, like, her singing's kind of off, his is very off, he sounds super nasally and flat. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on. And then he's kind of rapping in places, and then, like, the song's okay, it's just the implementation of the vocals on it is is bad. It's bad, it sounds badly mixed, it sounds... Uh, I, I gave him props that he tried something new, but this is just not... This is not good this is not good it doesn't work vocally um yeah it's they even uh, needed to edit it a hell of a lot more to make it work with the song or just not do it i don't know i basically said on twitter that i i didn't really have words to describe <laughs> the video and lady beard being the the nutter that he is retweeted me before he read the rest of the conversation that was on the tweet so i basically said i have no words to describe the new lady baby mv but i'm sure i'll find some in a bit that i'll find some in a bit was because i knew i'd be talking about it later on in the podcast and probably slating it and then in the comments and, below yeah. we always like some, no this isn't very good or he he, he some, <laughs> some fine fellas you happen to know came along and helped you i don't know something crazy but yeah, he 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 always like, hey, don't don't steal my vague message about your MV and retweet it and make it look like I really enjoyed it. This is blasphemy. How could you do this, Mr. Beard? But yeah, whatever. It's fine. But yeah, it's fine, but the song's not. The, the song's doesn't work and the MV is weird as fuck. But it's dead well, Lolita and if it wasn't weird, you'd be disappointed. Yeah, I guess people that are into the gimmick will like it. It's past the gimmick at this point. Like he, they're they're literally trying to become like fully fledged. Yeah, I has, it, has it jumped the shark as they say? Pretty much, right? Um, yeah, yeah. A lot of people said apparently that these two might be might be seeing each other outside of outside of this. Much to everyone's confusion, because they thought that he was gay when he's actually straight as straight as a bus pole. So, uh, uh, maybe they'll make a uh, uh, male female wrestling tag team, yeah, yeah, yeah. They can go perform on stardom or something, I don't know, but yeah, we'll move on to our last video. <coughs> and you can talk because my voice sh is shot, so this one's for you, boy. Yeah, I'm I'm running out too, so we'll probably make this quick. Uh, Weijin. Yep. Setsuna Memorial. Yep. It's uh it's it's not it's not as digital as uh their previous songs. It seems now, to is be it? getting more rock and rolly almost. Yeah. As, yeah. More I, bad. I thought the whole shit was like a Neo Tokyo digital. They still vibe. have some bits like that. I don't know. I think ever since they did that the that split thing with that band, Does It Escape Again, was it? 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it was pretty rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever since they've done that, I think maybe they're kind of like, ooh, everyone really enjoyed this, you know what I mean? The fans are really into it. Maybe we should... They've kind of gone for like this kind of like aesthetic, almost cyber-esque type thing with a band behind them. And I don't know. It's cool, you know? Like, knee slide down the disbanding, so there's three of them I don't know like maybe you know they've seen a gap that quite clearly maybe Neve tried to fill and obviously didn't succeed but somehow Weijin is still together so quite clearly Weijin are doing something right either that all their management companies just isn't shit enough that they decided to disband them before you know they managed to gain actual popularity who knows maybe I'm still bitter about that whole Neve slide down disband thing as you can tell Luckily, yeah. Gary's not here, otherwise he'd be very bitter, but who knows? Oh, he'd be popping off. Pretty much. But yeah. But yeah, I, I like I like the tune. I mean, it's not as digital. Um, I mean, if you like the, what, 001 and the, the other ones, you you know, the, they're a little more digital. I picked up quite a few bits from them in Japan. They had that, that limited 500 CD one or whatever it was. Game over PPP or PMP or whatever it was. Yeah, that thing. Yeah. Yeah. But pretty much that's our last MV for today. They're all in the playlist in the top right hand corner if we remember to do that. If we didn't, then. Oh, we'll no, we didn't because time. we're too stupid and we don't know how I to do that. I don't know how to do that. That's Gary's job. That's a Gary. Gary, thing. Gary can do that on the actual video. So apologies for anyone who missed out on the playlist. We'll, uh, but we'll... it's, it's posted in group and it's posted in Twitter. Yeah, so that will have all of the videos. Apologies for it not being in the usual place that you can click. But, uh, yeah, Gary's not here, and that's that's his job. <laughs> but uh, He's got one. You, guys are, you had one job. You you guys are crazy. You actually stuck around for nearly two hours and a half to listen to us jabber on about stuff that you guys already probably know, and that I didn't know because I've been away, so I'm trying to catch up myself. I also sound like shit, and uh, after this, I'm probably going to go to sleep immediately. So uh, thank you all for joining us, and uh, big thanks to John for getting this all ready before, before the you know before we was ready to do the show, and a big shout out to Discord for getting their asses together and actually making sure that my Discord server works so I can actually do this fucking podcast. Because otherwise that was nice. We was going to be been doing on Skype it, and, it been and horrible. Skype sounds like absolute ass. So uh, yeah, if you ever hear us uh, do a podcast on Skype, you'll know the true definition of lo-fi jesus yeah i'm glad that we're back doing the podcast and i'm glad you guys are enjoying it as well um would you have gone if the po- I, I i don't i don't understand oh oh this is completely nothing to do with me i can just ignore that i should just ignore chat for most of the point in the warness um yeah yeah hello to everyone just- Come find us in all the usual places, the Alternative Idol Facebook group. Uh, you can find us all on Twitter. You know, if you're not subscribed and you're a, you're a new listener, welcome to your first time here. Hopefully, you know, you had a bit of fun jumping in and chatting and all that sort of stuff. Um, don't forget to follow the channel, follow us on all of our usual Twitter accounts. Um, Gary's got loads of stuff coming out. He's in Japan, but you can go and read his uh, random, you know, his uh, a Scotsman abroad in Japan type of stuff. Yeah, I think he's... Doesn't he have, like, two... Things you might have one now. or two already, yeah, featuring some some cameos from yourself truly. Not that he talks about me much because he likes to pretend that I wasn't there because I, you know, made, made him drag me all around Japan. Um, <laughs> Gary likes to do things at his own pace, and I like to do things 
very quickly and get to places quite fast. So I think maybe I was a I was a bit of a bit of a Russian for uh, what well, I was Russian. I was Russian, not Russian. Jesus Christ! Uh, <laughs> that was a joke I did not need to put in. Oh no! Oh man, we almost made it. We almost I, I was, made it without was, a pun. I was, we I was setting it. that one up for a while. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm tired. All right, I'm going to bed before I make this any worse than it already is. Thank you so much for everyone who's joined us. We will catch you oh, again hey. on the next one. What? Wait, 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 wait. What? What? Wait. What? One last thing. I got. I got a website, guys. It's, oh yeah. Uh, straight about hyphen from hyphen Japan .com, and I have news there. We can end now. That was straight from Japan, and this has been. Yep. Straight from me. I'll catch you all days later. Later. <laughs> bye, bye.